1: Everybody, welcome to Star Trek: The Next Conversation.
0: I'm Matt. I'm Andy. And I'm on Rao.
1: That's right, everybody. He's still here with his finely parted hair and his face that just makes you go, hmm, okay. <laughs> you know what it makes you go? Hmm, okay. I guess that's what your face looks like. I don't know if it does it
0: okay I feel, like, I feel like it makes you go mm, something's off with this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah but that's the,
1: but you dismiss it and be out of hand and then go okay and then move on i see you know but that's just otherwise there's, the, there, there's no mystery to the to the episode otherwise sure sure then you don't have an episode yeah. if you already know like if he showed a, up and he had a hitler mustache it'd be like gone <laughs> It'd get like oh well that guy's the, obviously he's a villain
0: it would not i don't think that would be that different than the episodes we've seen where someone uh someone messes with troy yeah just basically shows up and it's hitler and she's like i don't know i'm just feeling something for him but if
1: he had like a long uh, curly mustache and a top hat and was clearly holding rope behind his back i still think you'd be like Always gonna you doing like the the old school yeah, villain, Snidely, from Snidely man, from a silent sh- movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, you're your yeah. Snidely's, your uh, your Boris's of your Bullwinkle fame. Yeah. You know, yeah. your
0: look. Even Riker kind of a bad boy. He's a good bad boy, but uh, uh,
1: so maybe that's just her look, thing. Who doesn't like a bad boy? Speaking of bad boys, I don't have any segue for that. <laughs> Speaking of bad boys, crazy, let's see who's in the Admiral's Club. They? <laughs> no no.
2: <laughs> You're so far hey, it's off okay. What about, should Matt, they watch
1: the episode? You to watch this episode <laughs> I mean, look, I like Jordy, so sure There you go we, I did that in the Admiral's Club No you one's mad it. No one's <laughs> really mad saved about it, it. <laughs> They're not
0: mad, it's just uh, It's not the order Um, I'm hearing a, a little bit of uh, You're hearing my air that, conditioner go? Just, that... No, it's not the air conditioner. It's like it's an in, in headphone something going on. I just want to make sure that they're not hearing
1: no, it. No, they I think they are. I think it's my air conditioner. Watch, I'll turn I don't if I turn it's... this down, tell me if it stops. It doesn't
0: sound... No, it's still there. It's like a it's like a little it's a little electrical kind of
1: it's I don't hear it on my the, end. No, it's the I don't hear it. The check, air conditioner was bothering. Check me. your side. Check if it's something on your okay. end. Cuz I don't hear it over here. Okay. It's not my phone.
3: Uh, Oops.
4: Let's see. I Andy, it's like are you you still hearing it.
1: interference? Are you still hearing it?
0: Less, much less to the point where maybe we shouldn't worry about it. It's like, still so now it's like a tick, 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 tick. It might just be that we're plugged in. That, that's, 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 that's it.
2: You're
0: okay. Well, I don't Let know if, that's, if it, that's it, but that's certainly along the lines <laughs> of
1: what it is. Well, I mean, how am I supposed to figure this out then?
0: Well, I don't know.
1: Is that it or not? I mean, that's just, it's going to be that. Was that, do you hear it? Uh, I, h- I hear it very, very quietly to the point where I don't think everybody at home. Uh, let us know if you heard it. Just kidding! Please don't. We're aware of it, and I don't really think there's a way I can get around it right now. So, I apologize. I really apologize.
0: Really excited about leaving that behind, That BTS. Look, I mean,
1: uh, it's a crammed. <laughs> it's a crammed day here at the at the facility. We got. Right. We got. We got. We got. It's the last day of the month. We got to get this out. I don't That's know if true. we can deal with me having to re- try to remember to edit something. <laughs> me? <laughs> it's my mother's birthday.
0: Oh yes, I got to send her a, a little uh, my hey. text, my birthday text.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday, Mary Myra!
0: <laughs> Happy birthday,
1: Mary Myra! Long time a Star Trek fan, first time caller. Um long time Matt fan well that's tbd on that yeah. not really yeah it's not Long-time like i am my brother john then <laughs> she'd be a huge fan
0: are you the no. favorite are you, is, is john I've the favorite
1: decided yes but my mother will text me and tell me that she has no favorites
0: oh well that's always a lie but the question is is are you her all favorite i'm saying is, is he moved to favorite? florida i moved to california
1: where yeah. does she live andy
0: you know, sometimes distance can make you the favorite oh, okay. because uh, because that then, then you don't you don't you're not there to offend as well, often. then
1: I'm potentially back in. TBD. Yeah. This is a lot of conjecture right. for the Admirals Club. Does John have a kid? Yeah, he's got three.
0: No, oh, yeah, then he probably's beating. You I know. mean,
1: come on, he's he's beating me. Mm-hmm. He's, he's one of them's in college, so and one of them is <sighs> about to be in college, so he's he's got many yeah. years of kid on me. Right,
0: you gotta give you gotta give Henry his lore. I've got to give Henry. <laughs> I guess I've got, I guess Henry is the lore. I, so I just, I, I guess then you got to give Henry his data I just got to get Henry talking so we can get
1: him into one of those Doogie Howser programs. Right, so he can is he, be is a he doctor a by eleven or something. Is he a genius? He can't yeah. talk. Like so that? I've decided that maybe he's
0: not a genius. I that that is definitely going to reverse at some point. There's no question <laughs> No, it's already he's,
1: he's the already, child of, already is now the that he's dabbers. now that he's like uh he's just, actually around children he's
0: just picking his moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. This is a not a Star Trek discussion, but here we are at the Admiral's Club. Well, we already uh, yes, I guess we did go into the Admiral's Club. So you don't even need to uh, I don't. We're here. Play the we're theme standing or op- open the doors. Can you tell by all this hi
3: all
1: everybody the Asian Sorry. Tan around here?
0: Boy, do they hate us on this ship. Look at the beige um, and the tan. We're uh,
1: definitely the Admirals Club.
0: Yeah. Isn't every room beige and tan? Shh, <laughs> don't tell them.
1: <laughs> okay. some, some, are, some are kind of... Well, the circle is obviously... Some are kind, mean, obviously. kind of gray.
0: The president circle is a lot of red velvet. Mm. Um... Alright. Here are the Oh Matt. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm off the rails. Sorry guys. Here they get in. Go to
1: Apple Podcasts, <laughs> leave a five star review. You'll be in the Admirals Club, and Andy might select your uh review to be read inside this very club.
0: Matt, how do they get into the Admiral's Wait, Club? Wait, I just said that. And here's Yeah, I know. Um uh here are our Admiral Latees. <laughs> Uh, why do I <laughs> Why do I like this so much A- asks Admiral, admiral, admiral Latise <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like An
1: admiral who calls up and just teases everyone
0: Admiral Latise Admiral <laughs> Tease
1: oh, Hey Jean-Luc You still got that uh, Klingon that wants to shoot everything back there Hi Oh look it's the no feelings android At the helm what a
0: crew you've assembled! I'm such
1: a tease, Admiral
0: Tease. Do you have any just business? <laughs> Is there any orders? Mm, anything?
1: Maybe mm, you might know. Maybe you don't. Bye.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Two, three would four, rank five that six
1: As the worst bit we've ever done, and that's all my fault. So thank you. No, everybody. no way. <laughs> Not
0: even close. Admiral Tease. <laughs> you've done so many bits that it's no, even, it's even no, halfway it's in. No, we bail on it because we're so horrible, no Lieutenant Pranksman. That's true. Uh, Lieutenant Pranksman. Uh, we hardly knew ye. Uh, Suze3456, who's heard his name or her name th- like several times at this point. Why do I like this so much? A valid question, Sue 3456 I was a casual Star Trek fan, but this podcast made me a Trekkie. Take that as an endorsement or warning. You decide. Admirals Club. I would say that is an, pretty
1: endorsed,
2: great.
0: an endorsed warning. Thank you. I feel like that's like
1: that's poll quote worthy uh, endorsement Yep, for all those podcast posters you see around. That's right. <laughs> Peter Travers <laughs> of Rolling Stone hasn't listened.
0: <laughs> this, who is the biggest podcast reviewer? I don't think that's a thing. Is there anybody I don't think that exists? It used to Not be used to be the uh, just used to be the AV Club. It's all word of mouth, right? Yeah, I think it's all,
1: um, you know, you got to know where to get podcasts, and then I think it's all algorithm <laughs> Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Um, Shaven Mud writes, I'm an admiral now. Makes me laugh. Great banter. Occasionally about Star Trek. <laughs> Much like the show they analyze, uh, TNG, this podcast only gets good several episodes in, then goes to shit occasionally in season seven. It's Certainly proven by this podcast episode so far. Yeah. He gave us five out of five. You got to post it. Oh, that's... Um, Or read it. Paco, or uh, Pacu2454 writes, Secunda, another gem from Matt Myra podcast extraordinaire. Um, My journey here started from uh, Smodcast where I heard about talk salad and scrambled uh-huh. eggs and Phoebe. unfortunately uh-huh. neither of those are still going but i can still get my fix here with the added bonus of included track let me tell you Phoebe uh, has never
1: uh, shut it down Phoebe's still going just you just gotta wait i mean sure we're like two years Is behind talk salad shut down yeah. no but it, it also no Which none of these have formally ended i would say keep your feeds fresh refreshed everybody you never know when an episode will drop You
0: heard it here first, guys. That's it for the Admiral's Club. All
1: right. So now, what do we do? We go to the President's Circle, right? just want to double check. That's right.
0: That's correct.
3: The United Federation of Planet's President's Circle.
1: Ah, it's the President's Circle. It's very cool in here. The air conditioner's still running hot. And uh we wanted you to know, everyone, that you can become a member of the President's Circle. It's very simple. Head over to Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek T N C and if you're like, man, I want more of them in my ears, uh, and after thus far I can't imagine why you would say that. But if you happen to say that, there's a way. You can get four <laughs> bonus episodes every month in the President Circle. Uh we're doing Voyager Enterprise. We're gonna kick off some season three of Discovery in a in a, in a in a, in a bit. And uh Boy, oh boy! The action's just access happening. Access to the whole back catalog, and we like to right. single out some great comments with the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Uh, Andy, who we got this week?
0: The winner of the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor, uh, I'm guessing, is the offspring of uh, one of our President Circle members, uh, Chief Astrophysics Officer Andy Puckett, um, who gives us all of our of a tech breakdown of the uh, of the episodes on occasion. Um, and, uh, he writes, uh, hi, Andy and Matt, a member of my team, acting Ensign Jack Puckett, 11 years old, pronouns they, them, asked me to send you this Dax Hales clip that they put together. Enjoy. All right. Um, which is, I guess, in preparation, uh, for our, you now no, it's our, also our nearing
1: discussion. We talked about who was the comms officer,
0: remember? And I said it was Dax
1: on board. Space in nine. the yeah, in DS9, correct? Yes, yeah, sure. But this That's this stems I mean. from our discussion of that, and uh, here are. Here's that sound. It's hailing us. Ooh, just a quick. It's hailing us. I like an it. Nice and quick. I like an it. It's hailing us. <laughs> yeah. Could be a rock. It's true. What could, could, could be it a be? A giant <laughs> space baby. Could be a space
0: probe. Who knows?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. it's nice. Um, anyway, that's your, uh, so congratulations, uh, Ensign Puckett, uh, on your Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Uh, now we enter the Priority One messages, which are from the Patreon, whether you're at Lieutenants' level or the President Circle level. Uh, we give these hails special notice. Yes, and we open those hails, and they income.
6: Captain, incoming message. Incoming message. Yeah.
1: I didn't mean to hit that. I think everybody knows that here.
6: Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel.
1: I guess that works too. Okay. Andy, what's happening out there? What are people saying about
0: liaison? (laughs) Uh, Mr. The Ultimate Trekker writes, uh, These aliens are really taking a page out of Data's playbook. They seem to understand emotions exceptionally well. Um, Which I think was the general feeling about them. Lieutenant Mike Laban writes, uh, I always thought of the Picard part of this episode as a futuristic version of misery. Um, yeah, to a point. Which is really right on target. Um, JJ and Jess at Tanagra <laughs> writes, uh, J- JJ and Jess at Tanagra, the pizza good, writes, uh, I think they, I still think they did this the love story wrong. Picard isn't going to get feelings for someone that fast and definitely not with that dependency complex. Riker would make more sense. The sinister storyline could still exist, but there was never a single time I was invested because P- Picard was never in danger. He was just slightly annoyed. But the best choice would be Geordie. He fell for a hologram, and he seems to enjoy the, quote, let's rely on each other type dynamic, where Picard likes the, quote, we're our own people and enjoy each other's company type. Um, I don't know how many times I sang, quote, Andy needs a sandwich during this episode, but it was still not enough.
1: <laughs> he does, everybody.
3: Andy needs, Thank you. needs a sandwich.
0: I really do. Although I, I really could. To be honest with you, I could pull back. <laughs> I had, I had uh, last night I made my friend's pizza. Uh-huh. Then they brought banana pudding, which we had. Then another friend had brought rhubarb pie, which uh, we, you know, some of us had the ones with the with the stronger will to die. And then uh, I, uh, after they left, this is really where you get an eating disorder area. I had uh, white chocolate covered pretzels on my own.
1: Uh, like a like a so, uh, Andy could, uh, like Mr. Phipps pretzel yeah you know things? I
0: discovered them at Whole Foods and I was like these are real that good That's an interesting
1: emphasis I've never heard it said like that yeah. Whole Foods instead yeah. of Whole Foods
0: that's interesting Whole, Whole Foods I like it uh, I think it was because of the the, the structure of the That'd sentence be like, hey, I, said, I found them at Whole have Foods you been to, <laughs> have you been to you have to go da- you have to go up at the end if I went down I would went I found them at Whole Foods I found them at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't emphasize. So I, I put the up because Trader I was jealous. saying it with with interest that I found them at Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> I wasn't saying it like <laughs> this, is, this is not a valid criticism. <laughs> um, Lieutenant Eric Peebles writes: I can buy that the love and antagonism diplomats were faking it, but the uh, but the pleasure guy clearly enjoyed going to town on dessert, mending meaning he could already experienced pleasure i believe it's all a sham and they just enjoy screwing with other races they'll all have a good laugh when they get home about those dopes on the enterprise (laughs) um which was many people's thought can you believe
1: (laughs) that they thought that we they bought that whole thing i mean
0: we don't know know what we don't know what eating or pleasure is what kind of thing is that why did they buy that those guys are doofuses And then Lieutenant Andrew Gibson writes, uh, I think this is further proof of one of Andy's theories. The universal translator is an asshole. It's particularly clear that when this alien race says, we like learning about the emotions of other races, specifically how mad we can make them by screwing with them, only half the message is translated. (laughs) Um, And then continuing our ongoing theme of inside baseball questions about character payments... Uh, which many of these I thought were funny because it's sort of of like yeah who would know Uh, so maybe you'll have some opinion some of these are obvious one if you write an episode with the first appearance of the characters is it yours or the show's creators does the writer of a pilot episode get uh, all the main cast what about the late editions like Seven of Nine Uh, so your instincts are correct
1: question questioner person Uh, the pilot episode yeah that's every that's you get you get everybody you write that script and you put seven people in there, and they stay on the show forever. You get all seven of those, uh,
0: but you don't get character payments for that. Those are included in whatever fees you would get for the episode, for the pilot. Uh, I
1: believe you do get character payments. I mean, it's so nominal to like
0: compared to what no. you
1: do get. Well, then why do I'm,
0: I'm going to say I think
1: you're? But why you're would wrong then Glenn and Les Charles get like Sam Malone payment when he pops over onto Frasier?
0: Well, that's because they were involved... Oh, you're in another yeah. show, I think. You yeah, 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 But I think in well, but the, star in Trek the universe, show itself, you don't get a, an episode right. character. But in the like, star- if I created Frasier, I would get a character payment for every episode of Cheers that Frasier
1: existed in. No, because Cheers was first, silly pants.
0: Cheers was over by the time No, Frasier I'm saying in, Ch- in Cheers, yes. I write the first episode of Frasier, Which, I get a character payment for every episode after that in Cheers... Of Frasier, right? Of yes. Frasier appears, yes, and and right. every episode of. Whereas, Frasier. if I create the first episode, and every episode of Frasier, right. but if, correct. Whereas, if I write the first episode of Cheers, then I don't get a, a character payment for every episode for, for every episode that Sam Malone appears in. Unless he's in a different. Other show. than I get fees for. Unless he's in a different show. Unless he's in a different right. show, exactly. Yes. Correct. Um. And then he also... Uh, did I say that he... What about late editions like Seven of Nine? So Seven of Nine would fall into that. She it would fall into like whomever got that I, script. I've said that so many times. Seven of Nine is like Frasier.
1: What's that? I, say, I was saying it would fall into whoever wrote that episode of the show. So whoever happened to have Correct. that script with Never, Seven of Nine in it, I'm guessing it was Brandon Braga. He then owns Br- the, Br- He Br- then Br- gets Br- the Br- character Br- payment for that character.
0: Right. Uh, that'll that'll come in in a moment too. Number two, if you have an quote off screen character like Vera in Cheers or Maris in Fraser, if they finally were to appear, who gets the creation credit? As most of the characters already established, unseen villains are often introduced this way. That's a good question. I would I don't, guess. I think you don't you don't get it until yeah. the person speaks. Yeah, until it's the five. Because I've had situation. many characters in Goldbergs where I establish the character, but then they don't get a line, and I will go further. This is probably ad- uh, addresses some of the thing. You know where I got screwed no. um, on Goldberg's for any uh, of the, you mean, that watch the I can show name a, a thousand times. I'm not places, pushing it. I don't yes, care.
2: Go
0: ahead. You're th- so uh, places that? where so you got, got screwed. No, you're citing one specific oh, sure, example, yeah. though. Okay, here we go. It's a, a, a lit- I have a litany of screwings, um, but uh, on Goldberg's there are these uh, there are these. Well, they became five, but there were four, right? I guess five, including Barry, but he doesn't count. Yeah. The yeah, JTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah. And then became four yep. extra ones. Season four, yeah. um, So there's three friends that we knew were going to be introduced. And they were introduced in my episode. And I feel like I the, where I really deserve the character payment is, even though they're from Adam's life and so forth, I really established how they interact with each other and sort of finishing each other's sentences to the point where I had to explain it to the room and I was just like, this is basic comedy math. why what's going on? And then I had to explain it to the actors who are fantastic. They're all so great. Um, but uh, but they completely like like that became they became like just scientists at, at that rhythm. Um, but whatever the case, that was my episode and then they seemed so promising. That they introduced them two episodes earlier when they threw out an episode. So it became oh, uh, uh, was an Mickey, episode Mickey's. throwout
1: that caused that. Yeah, uh, your classic episode throwout.
0: So I didn't get it. Was years, years of character payments for Secunda down They're the still drain. Going. Still going an ATP. Ugh, so frustrating. Still
1: Ten to twelve times a year.
0: Wonder how much that would have been. Really? How much would you guess that oh, would
1: have been? Thirty-five, forty, four hundred dollars. Something like that. Wow, $400. No, four hundred
0: dollars. No, forty-four hundred. Can you imagine what I would have spent that I'm on? I'm thinking you might
1: have had four thousand dollars over the course of the last eight years.
0: I think it would have might have been more than that. You think for only forty-four hundred dollars?
1: You know, it just it whittles down so much by the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that that is true.
0: There's an al- another element since we're getting that into the three-figure payment. That just gets chopped and chopped and chopped. Because I created Glass-God, uh Tim Meadows' character, which also went into. Uh, got his own series, Frasier style. And I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. And then I realized there was a quirk with character payments where they split the fees. Like if there's 10 characters that you have to pay character payments for, that at a certain point, they just split the fees for all the character payments between the writers. So everything gets whittled down, and whittled down. These are anyway, high look, class someone, problems, someone asked
1: and there you go. That's, that's the answer.
0: Actually, it's not even the end. If I write an episode where a baby is born and they grow up to be a character, do I get paid? I think you'd, only when they you'd speak. You'd
1: have to establish that that baby
0: can talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah have, yeah. have the character say, that's a really great angle. Uh, if I uh, do non-speaking characters like R2-D2 count as they have no lines, here's an interesting thing. R2-D2 he is does have speaking lines. dialogue. Yes. He does have lines. You'd probably get a fight on that. But, um, no, I think you wouldn't. Because uh, I believe five.
1: that like when you write a script, you'd have a dialogue line for R2-D2. Uh, you know, otherwise, otherwise I you'd write like... R2-D2 uh, uh, beeps solemnly.
0: Or you'd put R2-D2
2: beep-boop-boop-beep.
0: Right. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you know what, I mean?
2: you
1: know what I mean? That's a real question.
0: If you write r 2 D 2 writes solemnly does that count as a uh, speaks beep solemnly does that count as a that's line a question. i don't know if yes to number four we'll have to have an expert Jeez, from the writers Lewis. guild on at some point if yes to number four what about pets like spot or livingston they don't say lines right. so they don't get it but that's a really good point because pets would be uh they're really an essential part of of shows sometimes they don't really give spot that much Personality. is <laughs> Let me ask you this, Matt. Do you think they give Spot or Livingston more
1: personality? <laughs> uh, Spot. You know, Spot at least has like established likes and dislikes, and gets along that, with certain cast members. Well, I should say crew members of the sh- of the Enterprise.
0: Does Picard ever acknowledge the fish? Say anything about Livingston? No. Like, oh, when you take care of my fish, can you? The X, only y, time Z they or... ever were
1: mentioned in dialogue is Jellico saying, "Get the fish out of there."
0: yeah that's it interesting uh what is it in is it canon that his name is livingston or is that off uh, out of off the show
1: i had never heard it until livingston picard twitter
0: handle livingston um All right. livingston, livingston cosmo let us know uh number six what about a previously inanimate object that can then talk like the TARDIS in one episode of Discovery, <laughs> in the sh- or in- or Discovery in the short trek. Uh that's a great point. Wait, no. What? What's the question again? What about a character? Basically, when the TARDIS finally speaks, does it become a character? Yes, but
1: Neil Gaiman gets that payment because Neil Gaiman wrote the episode where the TARDIS spoke. And
0: no shit. Wow, that's a real deep cut. Yes, piece of information. But there. also the tar- that. But you'd have to have
1: that. You'd have to have the TARDIS again show up as a as a as a as a as a person, as a person as a, again, like it did. Being, and in that
0: interesting. Uh, and then the last one is, apart from a few instances, the Borg are, are one collective mind. Are they one character? <laughs> this is a great oh, question. Oh, that's a
1: good question. That is a good question. <laughs> it's
0: fantastic. I love picking apart the I gotta uh, feel it's like such a perfect I, show. I, I got to feel
1: like Maurice Hurley got a lot of borg payments for a while until the Lacutus and the Queen were established. Cuz we are the borg. Yeah.
0: So it's like that's that's a character. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um all right. Well, we don't have all the answers, but uh if there is a professional writer out there listening, um please let us know. Christine, There is a professional um, writer
1: listening <laughs> besides us.
0: I know there's, I know there's one. <laughs> yeah, Yes, yeah, so I guess we are the professional writers that should be able to answer it. We did the best we could. Uh, the Great and Terrible Lizak writes, If you write a new character, then Berman and Braga put their names on the episode. As co-writers, yeah. do you share the character? You pin? do indeed. Yes, you do. Yes. You do um, indeed. Hilarious. Um... David Landau writes, Picard just looked quite awkward when Volval kept saying, I love you. Two questions for Matt. Uh, Whilst we know Riker would have just slept with them. One, how would Jellico have reacted to the same situation? And two, how would Boston Captain have reacted? I think Jellico would uh,
1: would have treated her much like the fish.
0: And would have asked for her to be removed. Just said, "Yeah, I don't know. She's in my way. Just please uh, remove her."
1: Get this. Get the get this lady out of my way.
0: Unless unless it's Delta shift,
1: and if it's Delta shift, she could be here. I need a five shift rotation. Delta shift. Deal with her. (laughs) She would actually. He'd probably be like, "We need to sleep, and we need to take turns sleeping." So one of us should be awake at all times, and he would trick her into always being asleep when he was awake. Yeah. Uh, And Boston Captain, you know, he'd probably, I think he'd probably Riker it up with her, you know?
0: He would uh, have gotten down. He'd probably be
1: like, yeah, dude, fucking nothing else to do. Let's fucking go. Sick Shack." (laughs) Yo, I could put like a seat from Fenway right over there. And we can hang a couple <laughs> of Celtics championship banners. Uh,
0: Lieutenant Mike LeBon Would it writes, be okay if I uh, called you
1: Tom Brady from now on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I keep extending this, but <laughs> Mike LeBon also What how would Captain Rupert Crandall of the Inside Straight have reacted to him I Roval? mean, only in a
1: way that another character would mention, and we would
0: never see him actually react. Whatever, however, Captain Rupert Crandall reacted. You can as be assured that it would have been the greatest reaction we had ever seen. Oh, old Rupert Crandall!
1: <sighs> we would have been like, "Wow, that Rupert Crandall! He really did I it!" I can't believe we devoted all that screen time to him.
0: He's got to, he's got to appear in season two, right? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think don't. They're know. just going to drop it know. after all that.
1: After all that, do I think they're just going to drop it? God, I hope so.
0: So weird It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on television
1: Yeah it, it, it really was like Telegraphed no in such a way Such a Bizarre Maybe that was a, like a let's subvert everyone's expectations I, I mean if it
0: is it's There's not even a payoff in the subversion The way there would have been a payoff in the subversion Is if it was just like There he is there's a ship And bloated, then a ship yeah, exploded it up it yeah. up Lieutenant Tom Bondurant writes, Regarding Martha's Priority One message, uh, wondering where all the cruise ships were, an unused pitch for season six finale might have turned the Enterprise into one. In Ron Moore and Brandon Braga's story, the Enterprise would have been ordered back to Earth for the crew to be reassigned. Moore said that the ship would have become, uh, quote, the Queen Mary, basically. Whether that meant full-on cruise ship duty or just docked permanently as a tourist attraction, we'll never know because the episode and season would have ended with half the ship destroyed and the saucer section crashed on a planet. According to Memory Alpha, the producers hated the whole episode, but Morin Braga eventually got to reuse its title, All Good Things. No spoilers, but that wasn't all they got to revisit.
1: <laughs> Andy, I don't want to break it to you, but there's an Enterprise-E.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't need to know sorry. that. Sorry. Um the um, that sounds terrible. It's I agree. It sounds like a terrible idea, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it sounds like an insane idea. Where like, I'd be like, you're fucking with us, right? You don't actually think this is a good idea, do you?
0: I mean, so what? How it seems like a way to cut out all the drama of the show. Well,
1: to make it I mean, cool unless show. you you know turn it into a love boat show. And then I guess I would I would respect that level of drama
0: on the ship. I guess it'd be a smaller level of drama, be just more more intimate level of drama. Um, Stuart Allen, story by Rick Berman and Brian Braga. (laughs) 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 It's a really good one. We've been talking a lot about uh, Berman and Braga's um, habit of putting their name on every story in Enterprise uh, Enterprise. Um, over on the Patreon unrelated to the episode i was just noticing that following andy's announcement only 120 weeks ago that the tnc instagram feed was fully up to date there have been subsequently uh, a whole 12 more posts good work andy the chronological organizing sure was worth it look guys i've been real busy uh i've been sitting at home with my cat stuffing my face with white chocolate pretzels um
1: You know, I just had a lot of. He has friends. He makes pizza for. And figuratively, this is this is a guy who's
0: got shit to do. Pizza for some friends. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try and get back to the Instagram. Um, Lieutenant Michael C. Bazaruski, Pecan Fan Art Curator, another Enterprise reference says "Uh, this is also unrelated to the episode. But the current quote: "How did this get made?" is about the movie Abraxis, Guardian of the Universe. Uh, And you've ever seen it, Matt? And they name checked Andy. The main bad guy is Secundus. Hmm. Uh, I feel like that needs to be Patreon up now. It's on Prime Video, as is the Rift Tracks episode of it. And then Royal said, uh, when they said, uh, "quote Our friend Andy," my reaction can only be described as that Leonardo DiCaprio pointing
2: meme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I finally listened to it. It's very funny because the name is so much it's actually what I called myself as a Borg Secundus is Borg which I didn't know that this movie existed and uh, and uh, it's so clearly like my name from three people that know me I was like huh well when are they going to mention me even though there's no reason that they would and they finally do and Jason Mantzoukas makes fun of it for like come on you guys all know who we're talking about (laughs) our good friend Andy Secunda (laughs) 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 Uh, which is very funny. Um, Chris Christoph... Christop- Christopher? <laughs> Lieutenant Christopher Chris Christopherson writes, Before watching, I honestly thought that this was the Nella Darren episode Lessons, not Liaisons. Not sure I had watched it since it aired, but it was a fun surprise. Not sure about the odd Fifty Shades of Wharf ending, though. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Lastly, uh, in the uh, in the priority one messages, Command Master Chief Robert Garrison writes: I have to imagine that occasionally Dory watches an episode with Matt. Would anyone else like an episode where Dory is guest co-host? Uh, co-host? She's literally
1: never watched an episode of Star Trek with me. So,
0: no, that's not 100% possible. True. Wow. Not even as like a birthday present kind of a situation, or is it's that? The birthday. Let's a watch Star view? Trek.
1: No, yeah. I, I watch enough of it on and my own. Not.
0: Yeah, and you don't care if she shares that part of. Your I life.
1: mean, it's like she's like she shows literally no interest in it, and it's like, oh, I don't force her to like Star Trek or watch it or tolerate it. Who cares? I can keep yeah. it in my office. <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry, Master Chief. Sorry, uh, that's sorry. it. I that's am sorry. The, uh... <laughs> What's going on over there? Whole Foods. She's, Whole Foods. She saw Discovery.
1: Uh, a couple of times because she was at tapings of. After oh, that's Trek.
0: unfortunate. She's never seen a TNG episode, but she saw Discovery.
1: Yeah. I mean, them's the times, you know.
0: What'd she think? What'd she say?
1: Don't. I don't. I didn't ask her for a review. Honestly. <sighs>
0: Oh, she said it because you were you were so intimately connected. Well,
1: yeah, it. and she was, like, at the show. So, like, you know how you, when, at After Trek, you were forced to, like, right. sit and watch that week's episode before the show taped? Was I at that episode We were it? at an episode. I don't know if, yeah, I think it was that week, right? I don't remember. I don't know. That's fine. Here we are. Here we are. Many, many moons after that was canceled. Yep. And now we're going to go talk about another episode of TNG. We cross the many doors the many Oh, uh, I, I got to close it. Yeah, I close it. I can't believe you ground this to a halt just so we could get actual regular hails. God, Andy.
0: I didn't I didn't ground it to a halt. I was just saying things like we always do. I mean, which you could argue is grounding it to a halt. I mean, that's that's a fair <laughs> evaluation uh josh Monroe writes liaisons clip uh hi andy and matt at the end of liaisons when picard calls voval's bluff which incidentally happens on the bluff itself on a bluff itself hilarious uh something about voval's voice felt a bit familiar i decided to put this together and i'll just let it speak for itself josh and he says the clip is two minutes so feel free to skip
1: where where is it wait i'm sorry what's it called andy uh, TNC unsolved TNCs. It's called. That's it. Here we go. I have failed.
7: Failed. Foval. What is going on? My name is Ambassador Foval. Ambassador. My mission was to study human intimacy. Specifically the concept you call I do hear Robert's
1: in there.
8: In our study of your culture, we did not understand certain concepts. So we sent three representatives to study them, to
7: experience them. But why did you believe that bringing me here would give you a better understanding of love?
8: Several years ago, we discovered the
7: remains <laughs> of a
9: Turalyon freighter
8: on this planet. <laughs> the ship contained logs written by a single survivor, a human woman.
0: That's that was very interesting. If you have how any, entirely different. You have any information? His, his voice leading to this freighter's the Voval woman is. Um, and then uh, he also says, "Oh, I had a thought about the higher the fewer." The phrase was uttered when people were arguing or posturing. I took it to mean there's only room at the top for one person. Uh, if you have to be right, you'll alienate people around you. It's only the top, essentially. The way in which it's delivered suggests more of a pulling back from the edge reminder or mantra just thought I had ages ago and keep forgetting to write in about it and I uh, am including that Josh because it was Josh's birthday uh, this month and uh, just sending out a happy birthday to our longtime listener Josh Monroe Um, happy birthday for for that and then there's one last voice hail yes I have it um all right, so I guess play it.
10: Hi Andy, uh, Boyd Harris, a longtime time listener, sometimes caller to the show. I just wanted to call and kind of make a comment on the, the discussion you were having in liaisons at the very beginning about the previous episode where Crusher's put in charge of the ship and somebody was like, you know, she's not a line officer. Uh, she is a commander, though, and I think there's an intro explanation for this. We don't have to talk about like modern military and anything like that, but like in the show, I believe there's there's uh, the, the arc of Deanna Troy kind of touches on this, where she has that kind of bullet where she's put in command, where O'Brien and uh, the Bajoran and I her name is, uh, is you know on the on the on the bridge, and then after that, she has like this kind of throwaway scene with Riker, where she's like, "I want to take the command exams. I want to be a commander And so, I think to be a commander in Starfleet, like you do have to have like this training. To actually take command, and it's it's worth noting also that Doctor Crusher was the commander of, Star Trek Madness, of Starfleet Medical in the second season,
2: mm-hmm.
10: uh, which is, you know not, not just her being the top doctor in Starfleet, but she's like basically an administrator. So I think she has the command potential. I think she has the responsibility, and I think Picard's well within his right to put her in charge of the ship uh, because in, in in that entire episode too, she she does what good commanders are supposed to do. She listens to her subordinates. She takes options, and then she makes the she makes the call. Um, so that's just my kind of an intro explanation to like why he, he put her in command and not Lieutenant uh, Barnaby or something like that uh, guys love the show thanks a lot for doing this especially during the pandemic um, it's, it's been a great boon and a wonderful thing to kind of make, make quarantine life bearable thanks a lot guys live long and prosper
1: peace and long life You're welcome uh, peace, and, peace love. and love peace and love um, yes I agree with all of that. The, I think I think to be a commander in Starfleet you do I mean, we'll see it uh, in season 7 when Troy finally gets her promotion.
0: Um before we get out of the hells entirely, uh there is uh also I, I don't I someone sent it to me. It, maybe several people sent it to me a long time ago. I said Secundus of Bo- as a Bo- Borg just as yes. a joke. And I noted in memory beta, I don't know if we need, don't need the theme for this. That there is a Secundus of Borg that's in Star Trek Online beta. This, um, and I assume that's unrelated, right? That wasn't some someone put I bet it in it might there. Might be a
1: reference to the act, the movie that uh, Zook and uh, Paul and June were doing there
0: think so but
1: uh Wait, anyway wasn't isn't that character's uh, name of, secundus? of interest yeah it I is think that the novel i think that the mem- i think whoever wrote that book was probably referencing that movie
0: no it was uh, star trek online
1: okay i think whoever wrote that star trek
0: online character was referencing the movie that's right possible. i mean there's a riff track <laughs> I mean, to it it the, seems to be a I very think secundus is just it just sounds like a good name for something.
1: <laughs> I think you think like everything me. sounds like a good name that kind like would how about how about this name? Andy. Does that sound like a good name okay. to you? No, that's not <laughs> <a> good.
3: <name. laughs> Whoa.
1: He subverted my expectations. <laughs>
0: that's a terrible name. I can't believe it. I guess it's good for a podcast I host expected, because it sounds I expected you. It sounds love misleadingly it? friendly.
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Blown away here. Anyway, that's it that's for the hails. Now I can close those. Oh. Wait, you're saying... Oh, so I was I supposed to say this first. You
0: can no, I mean, we're email done with us. It, but if you would like to send a hail, send it to sttncpod at gmail.com um, or you can join the uh, the Patreon and get uh, priority access. Um, you can tweet Matt at Matt Myra uh, or Instagram him there. You can Instagram me at Andrew Secunda. <laughs> Or at Secunda, you can tweet me. This is the most awkward way I've ever done this. If you want to send us a voice hail, I feel like I'm doing it like Yoda. I'm like reversing everything. What is happening? 816-TREK-TNC is where you call us. (laughs) Send a voice hail to that. You will. Oh, Jesus. That was was rough.
1: (laughs) I liked it. I think it was good. I think it was... uh... Thanks, pal. Uh, Don't be so hard on yourself here, okay? I appreciate right, that Now, let's <laughs> hop in We crossed
8: many doors to many places Your hails made us think of all your faces Sit comfortably in your little Borg
1: node Let's talk about this week's episode Yep, it's this week's episode, Interface, which aired, Andy, I can tell you that
0: October 4th, 1993 Yes, it
1: did What was the number one song? Was it still Gangsta's Paradise?
0: It was, but uh, no, it was Dream Lover by Mariah Carey, but do you have any interest in listening to the number one song in the UK, Boom, Shake the Room? Let's see how weird it is over there. Boom, Shake the Room.
1: Oh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. And The Fresh Prince. Oh, I haven't heard this in
0: forever. Number one movie in the US, Malice. Malice. Number one book, The Bridges of Madison County by Robert James Waller. Nice. Number one TV show that week, Home Improvement. Birth that week, actor Angus T. Jones, Two and a Half Men. Crazy. Uh, events, Michael Jordan announces his temporary retirement from basketball.
1: Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, that's it's it. Slow news day in the 90s. I love it. All right. Yeah. Well then, I guess we should find out what the chairman of the board was doing. Uh, why not? What? What? No? Yeah. Why not? Oh. <laughs> why <laughs> wouldn't we, we say, I, I would we? What would stop? Said, us. No, we're not. I was like, oh, okay.
0: No, we're not. No, no, uh, no. Sorry, I didn't mean to negate your expectations. Frank Sinatra, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for that segment
1: everybody hates.
0: <laughs> time for Frank Sinatra, come on. And a dog. Andy, what? What was the chairman up to? In
3: other words,
0: Frank Zane East Matt performing this week in Uniondale, New York, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, words, and Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, wow! His seventeen-song set list for these shows started with "I've Got the World on a String" and ended with "New York, New York."
1: If you were seeing Frank Sinatra live, Andy, what would you want yeah. him to close
0: with? It had to be I feel like I did it my way with a closer. Ah, that's a valid point. Well, then I would want him to open with. There New you go. Me too.
1: I want him to also start the encore with "Fly Me to the Moon." Okay.
0: Yeah. You know what? That's a better set. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if he saved my way for an encore. Oh, good or question. Is, when you say the show ended, does that mean including the encores or not including uh, the encore? I mean, this is a good question.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Now, Andy, are there any other segments that I'm missing here? No. these okay, we're done with Seinfeld was minutes.
0: on. We're done with our 45 minutes Seinfeld was on at this time,
1: but okay.
0: Do you want to, do you want to find out what Seinfeld was <laughs> no, up No. <to? laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. We do that in four um, All right, everyone. In the, in
0: the Patreon.
1: This is Interface. I'm pulling up. Larry Nemichek's book, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation Companion, revised edition. And I will read you what he says this episode's about.
2: After successfully
1: testing a new interface that transforms remote sensor data in hands-on reality via his own visor inputs, LaForge is ready to take on the retrieval of the lost USS Ramon, trapped low in the atmosphere of a gas giant, Margine 7 But the mission is threatened when Picard breaks the news that the starship Hera has been lost with all its crew, including its captain, LaForge's mother, Silva. The engineer opts to press on with his Raman mission, noting that the device designed to work with his unique anatomy, uh, it's not his anatomy that's unique, it's the visor input, whatever, Dr. Trek, it's fun. Uh, just as he finds the crew of seven <laughs> all dead, the fire flash leaves him with severe burns, even though the flash was merely relayed via the remote, remote probe's inputs. After Crusher adjusts the interface to prevent a reoccurrence, LaForge tells his father via subspace that he refuses to believe that his mother is dead. Even so, he's startled to find her on the Raman during the probe's next run. She asks him to take the ship lower into the atmosphere where her vessel's supposedly trapped, despite suffering neural shock in the exchange, the forge with data's help risks one more contact, countering Picard's direct order and the beliefs of his friends who feel he's hallucinatory uh, feel he's in hallucinatory grief. This time he learns that his mother is really one of the many fire based life forms who were trapped on the ship and will die if not returned to their home lower in the atmosphere. And he does so, initially angry, Picard later relents and shares his sympathy. And there you go. Nice. Um, Let's hop
0: in. Exciting.
2: have you found it yet?
5: Not yet. I'm starting to get some fumes. This is an elaborate way for...
1: Riker to find his keys
5: chlorine, potassium, chloride. <laughs>
0: Are you sure you left him in here?
1: I think so I mean I was in that Jeffrey's tomb earlier but now it's on fire so I'm going to send you your virtual self in
0: <laughs> I do love this the, uh, it's it's a smart smart way to hook us immediately with like ooh Jordy's not wearing the visor yeah <laughs> Andy has no no beeps on his
1: on his uh, you know which is interesting because this should just be a projection of himself right because he's in the uniform yeah, yeah. so he doesn't ever he doesn't Isn't project himself is- with the visor nor with the inputs for the visor
0: on his head that's interesting to me. Maybe that's not how he sees himself, maybe he sees himself without uh but, it does but he does he actually see
1: himself, himself you know like he can see himself in a mirror if he walks you know what I mean with the visor on
0: that's so a good it, point,
1: so i mean he, he puts himself in a uniform what if what if i what mean if this is this, his, he was a captain this is what if he his... had captain Pips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed in some kind of extravagant outfit hey, With I've like feathers and stuff the emergency yeah. suppression
6: system. <laughs> All his vital functions are completely normal
8: The interface unit is operating within expected parameters
4: Why did he start coughing when he went through the gases?
5: Psychosomatic response I feel like I'm actually here I mean, there, in the Jefferies tube. It's funny, when I saw the smoke, I couldn't help but cough no one has ever reported so complete a sensory experience
6: the interface is perfect for geordie because his visor inputs allow the probe to transmit information directly into his cerebral cortex
4: it looks like this is going to work Jordy, i'd like to get the probe out of the jeffrey's tube onto the launch bay before we reach Meridian 7 will do
5: wait a minute something's wrong can't get my left leg to work
1: what is it? This Z- is odd.
6: The probe is dis-
1: Well, I think it's like sort of setting up the whole. Uh, it, it feels Jordy. Yeah, feel and it also feels. like Jordy, like uh, the in- increasing the, you know what I mean, like bumping up the percentage to make it work better.
0: But it's you know it's a it's a weird um, drone you know without arms or legs like it's not like it's an android that looks like yes but in order to go
1: down he must go down that ladder you know he interprets it as such so it's
0: it's all metaphorical right
1: and then like he sees a reflection of it
6: jordy what's wrong
5: nothing i'm seeing my reflection in a panel forgot what a handsome guy i am
0: I'd really like to fuck that probe. <laughs> That's what I think the subtext is. Oh, for sure. He, you know how he loves <laughs> He's a mechophile. Oh, Andy's theories. He's definitely, he's he into it. He loves Every it. Every
1: one of Andy's theories is coming true. To the lower atmosphere. It's true. 11,000 kilometers below its
8: current position. The crew was to sample the atmosphere at that level and then return to a safer orbit.
5: Something must have happened down there. Maybe the shields failed or they had some kind of inversion reaction in the nacelles
4: any life signs
5: our biosensors are useless there's too much interference in the atmosphere
4: their crew might still be alive there's no way we could tell from up here will the probe be able to transmit through that interference the probe sends information via a
8: focused particle beam it should be able to cut through the interference but we may have to operate the probe at close to
5: tolerance levels
7: Hmm. Will your nervous system be able to handle that much
4: sensory input
5: we've already tested the interface at about 70 percent of tolerance we shouldn't have any trouble
4: going higher the safety override will kick in at about 98% tolerance. And that'll disengage the interface. Captain, I am receiving a transmission from Starfleet Command. Admiral Holt,
7: in my ready room. The seven people on that ship are our first priority. Is the probe ready for launch?
1: Yes. What sir? about the truth? Alright, it's our section second the priority. <laughs> the
7: secondary airlock. That way it should put it just one bulkhead <laughs> away from the bridge. I'll that's
0: interface for, the probe. That's their, their, their number one duty, not their number one priority.
1: <laughs> Semantics! <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Livingston.
4: Hello, Marcus. Jean-Luc.
8: How's life on DS3? We're hosting this year's Paleo.
0: Not as good as DS9. The
8: uh, Ferengi <laughs> have already been accused of trying to bribe the Breen pilot into throwing the race.
7: <laughs> well, there's nothing unusual about that.
8: Nothing
10: at all.
1: Generalization is about. I wish I could say that I was calling. To the aliens.
0: <laughs> High five, Admiral. Those fucking Ferengi. <laughs> I a lot in this episode. Nine days
2: ago,
8: the Hera left here on a routine courier mission. We were in contact with it for five of those days. Then the ship disappeared without a trace.
1: All oh, my yeah. mail was lost.
0: I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> he in the but also people. people. There were a lot of people.
2: For the last 72 hours. Here's
0: a specific acting note. Uh, I don't like what he's doing with his hands. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, c- kind of cross your fingers together. You look, you look awkward. Um, desk acting. Interesting. The guy needed to take my desk
1: acting off. I active. think they just needed to push the camera in a little bit more. <laughs>
0: that could be. Maybe he didn't know that we're on screen. <laughs> Are my hands in this? No, no, you're fine. Okay. Usually Nothing. with the <laughs> usually with the admirals, they uh they just cut them off right yeah. at the the chest, right? Keep
8: them at it for another seventy-two,
0: or they're standing.
8: But to be honest, I don't think another week would make any difference.
1: I'll inform Commander Forge. Thanks, I didn't want to. That's why I called you. Bye.
0: That's a, a great Mr. Data, little little acting with Commander moment Leforward. there for I, sir. Old I will, Patrick Stewart. Old Patty
1: Stew. just Good old Sir Pat. Just, just taking those moments and really living in them. You know? That's a good actor. Yeah. He knows what to do with his hands the so whole true. time.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the him having awkward hands.
1: Look at right now. His hands uh, gracefully next to him as he's standing. So
0: It's a really good point. As a matter of fact, like that is a tough acting moment that you're standing waiting to have a, a an intense conversation and just standing like waiting. It could be totally awkward and you could be telegraphing everything. And it nothing nothing strikes you. He's just seems I mean like totally inhabited. Jordy in seems moment. to
1: know what's up.
0: Sure.
7: Jordy I've just spoken with Starfleet. The Hera is missing missing my mother the one with your mom on it Captain LaForge has disappeared along with the rest of her crew
0: now do you remember up to this point have we established that his parents were captains or is his father an admiral
1: his father's a commander I believe a doctor Oh, I was a doctor. Okay. I assume we're just uh, or ben just a Varane. science man, so, Ben Vereen science man. It's right. probably his full character
0: name. I would to watch that show. <laughs> um, so, do we know? Well, whatever the case, I, I guess why I'm asking. I don't is remember because not I knowing liked...
1: because I this has been in my head for 20 years. So, like in my mind, it's always right. I've
0: always been in Starfleet. It's, it's hard for you to figure out what's... Right. I guess what I'm saying is. Uh, I don't. I don't know if this needs to be underlined, but it, they. It's a. It's a a, a wo- woman of color that's mentioned as captain, ah. and there's no nothing made of it. And, and I really like that. Well, there've been. Come
1: on, Star Trek four. First, uh, time we see a female captain, she was
0: an African American. Like we've already been that's through true, this, we're, Andy. I know, but we're in the midst of Enterprise over on the Patreon. It's well, there's like only one ship out there. Almost universally white yeah. guys. But there's and, only huh? one ship. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? That's true. <laughs> right. It progressed. Uh,
1: his father's addressed as doctor, though not named here. Earlier screen called him Edward M. And the script gives his rank as commander. Both parents had already been referred to as an exozoologist and a command officer in the episode Imaginary Friend.
0: Um d- that, I, does that, Ben Vereen come back?
1: Oh. Does Ben Vereen come back? Not that I remember. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. They clearly if you're casting Ben Vereen in that part, you're clearly leaving the door open for yeah, or you're also more being George like. And his dad you're also being
1: like, Hey, uh LeVar, who do you think should play your dad? And he goes, Ben Vereen. And they're like, Oh, we'll call him. And then he's like, Yeah, sure. Right. What do I do? Are my hands gonna be on screen? <laughs> I don't got to. I got to practice. Uh, they are <laughs> okay. i will well, try acting. to make it natural, and of course, Ben Vereen nails it. <laughs> <laughs> you only son You ever watch
0: Ten God Speed and Brown Shoe? Feet. No. I really enjoyed it. Chef Goldblum and Ben Verey. Uh,
1: Jordy's mom knows what to do with her hands.
0: Yes. Yeah, see, she's doing what I'm talking about there. Look at that! Look at that! Nice and cross, nice and relaxed.
1: uh, Ace the hand portion of this of this test. Okay,
4: second best. (laughs) Come in. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Maybe
1: you should meet. Incredibly awkward moment for Riker. Don't worry about it. Yep. Okay. So should <laughs> we? I should we say, talk? Now? Should I? You're not going to say anything. You're just going to keep playing the message from your potentially dead mother. Okay.
5: We're going to be in the same sector next week. Take a shuttle over, and I'll introduce you. But if you're my mother's busy, always trying to find me a I'll wife. I'll see you at your father's birthday party.
0: Remember, if you talk to him, she doesn't know where my interests really lie.
5: This came in about three weeks ago. I never got back to her. Jordy, the probe has entered
4: the planet's atmosphere, and I'm ready to take it onto the ship. If you would like to take a couple of days off,
5: I'll run the interface. The interface is calibrated specifically to my visor's inputs. It would take you at least ten hours to convert it, and those crewmen down there can't wait.
4: The interface doesn't have to be fully compatible. I could run it right now. I wouldn't have the same control that you have, but it
5: would still work. Forget it. I'm the best person for the job. There's no reason why we shouldn't proceed as planned. The Hera is reason enough. The Hera is missing. That's all. Until I hear something different, my mother just might as well have taken the crew on an unscheduled holiday. Let's go.
1: A, by the way, that's why Madge Sinclair looks so familiar. She was the captain in Star Trek IV. Oh, really? Yes. So I wonder if she's playing like a like a like a
4: An yes. ancestor. Yeah, that would be great. Nice cannon, Captain. The probe is through the airlock and in position aboard the robot The God to command the data. Report. We are ready to bring the interface
8: online, sir. Proceed.
1: Doran's like, do I say anything? No.
10: Activating the remote <laughs> sensors. Where
1: I just have to stand here? Yeah.
10: Initiating yes.
0: interface. <laughs> do you want me to nod? Poor, poor Doran.
6: We're going to disconnect you. Understood.
0: He must have a line in the episode.
1: He does, but also like that scene, for instance, like he's there and doesn't yeah. have a line in that scene. He to show up for work, but he's There's a same mess
5: thing. in here. There must be a breach in the hole someplace. Picking up atmospheric gases in the corridor. Methane and ammonia, primarily. That break in the hull might even be on the bridge itself. I'm heading towards the bridge.
0: Smell shot.
5: I found someone. What is your position? About 12 meters up the main corridor. He's trapped under some conduit from the bulkhead. I can't move it. I'm gonna need more power to the tractor beam.
6: Go to 80% of tolerance data. No higher.
0: So, why does the tolerance increase the tractor beam? Do you understand that? I assume, like, the force
1: exerted is relative, right? So, if Jordy's exerting more force, the tractor beam will exert more force. But if it's but the tolerance is only his, at 70%. He can only exert 70% of force.
0: I guess, w- it, wouldn't the power of the probe be the same whether he was experiencing it or not?
1: Well, no, because if he's, if know, he's able he to was, manipulate things based on what the probe is doing, then he should be able to control how much the probe is
0: pulling or pushing. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm saying it seems like it's more of a mathematical... Well, like, no, I mean, it's the know, same... It's strength what, of the probe. It's they set thing. up
1: with his foot not working.
0: That seemed to be more of an issue of um, clarity of signal to some degree. Like was the signal from Jordy through the interface You're clear right. enough? And so they were increasing. This episode's
1: it. bad. Yeah, <laughs> I proved it. All right. <laughs>
0: i mean i guess i bring it up because uh it's a it's a it is a sticking point for me in this episode and maybe i'm not understanding an aspect of the tech part of it but the the argument is basically oh he can't do that because he's not experiencing clearly enough or connected enough to the probe um and a, and a lot of the times I don't understand, like, well, couldn't he just send the signals of the probe, or couldn't they do it manually to do the same thing? And, I mean, and everything that's it.
1: happening here, it seems like they could use a camera and a joystick. Yes. Right. If that's your question, then, yeah. I mean, it is a little
0: silly that they need to have this whole suit situation happening. It's funny that the suit looks like a mocap suit. Raspberry jam. Burned. <laughs> so is the idea... Well, I guess we'll hear her. Explain.
6: Yes, but I have a theory why they didn't. The tolerance levels of the interface were set extremely high. I think Geordi's neural response to the input was so strong that it created a feedback loop.
5: The sensors that were transmitting the sensation of heat to my hands must have overloaded. The crew of the Romana are dead. I
7: would like to retrieve them and their vessel, but... Not if it means putting Geordi's safety at risk. If
5: we turn down the sensory input on the probe, I should be fine. Seven people lost their lives down there, Captain. We should at least retrieve the information they were collecting. Doctor.
6: If we operate the interface at lower input levels, I'd say the risk is acceptable.
4: Scott Riker. Riker here. We will proceed with the probe. We'll have to take it into the Ramon's auxiliary control room. Their bridge is too badly damaged. How long before you have it in position? A couple of hours. We have to cut through the bulkhead.
1: Okay, but c- could we just plug uh, Data in and uh, he could do this pretty easily? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, bye.
6: Well, it looks like you'll have time to recuperate.
0: Yeah. They also could have just beamed Data down there, couldn't they? Oh, sure.
1: Oh, look at this. Look at Ben Vereen's uh, hands. Just, you know, nice. Yeah, uh, another nice pro. Sum, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Steeple. He's Thumb steeple. I love it. it. Under the
0: circumstances. Below the desk line okay. also. Very yeah. uh very I spoke inventive. with
5: your sister this morning. She said she'll be in touch with you in a few days. Right now, she's pretty upset. The service for the Herald will probably be on Vulcan. Most of the crew are from there. But your sister and I... When I have a private ceremony Dad Don't you think everybody's jumping the gun here? Last I heard there were still two starships out there looking for them They found no debris, no residual warp distortion And no ship Not yet, but that doesn't mean they won't Starfleet is considering the Herald loss the Search isn't much more than a formality at this point Jordy. Your mother's gone. Yeah, well you can think that if you want. But until I see some hard evidence, I'm not gonna give up hope.
0: Alright, Jordy. A little bit of luck there. Don't worry need anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have some I have some things to say here. Mm. First, how good is Ben Vereen? This guy's playing right into a camera against no one and you know i mean it's obviously this it goes without saying that Ben Vrain is is a you know one of the great actors uh of all time but but independent of that he's one of those people that worked primarily in theater and sometimes that people who work in theater particularly of this era uh when you move them to tv or film they're still great actors but it's a very big performance this is such a fucking laser focused you know, full of intent like performance that you don't even see on Star Trek with guest actors when they have these screen scenes. It's always a little bit self conscious, probably because they're playing it into a camera, talking to no one. Such a great performance. It's obviously I'm just saying what we all know. But, uh, and then in addition to that, this is really where we get into my main confusion with this episode. Yes. Not confusion, but a point. Do you think that Jordy is completely they present they present him from top to bottom in this episode as though Jordy is sort of off the rails in thinking that his mom could still be alive and I feel like Jordy kind of references it every one of these starships particularly the enterprise has seen so many ridiculous situations where people they thought were dead or you know still alive or you know weird turns of fate why is everyone so absolutely convinced that the Hera is gone and that's it
1: you know I thought I thought similarly I was like well well, maybe the Hera is just on their own Star Trek adventure right now (laughs) yeah maybe they'll slip back into the subspace stream uh, next week or something and and, and everything will be fine I mean you don't
0: have to tell me but I do wonder if, if she comes back because that's another thing that feels like they left the door open for at the end Like, alright, we all accept that she's dead, but maybe she's
1: not. I mean, it is interesting. Like, it's like, well, what really did happen to the hair There's no traces of anything.
0: Yeah. Come in. (laughs) This is such a weird scene. (laughs) Hey, Data. Data looking at nothing on the screen.
8: No. I've completed the adjustments to the interface. I am now waiting for Commander Riker to finish moving the probe.
0: Yeah, about that probe. If you were going to try and ask it on a date.
5: I was just passing by. I was wondering what you were up
0: to. I'd like to wine and dine the probe.
5: What
1: kind of food do you like? (laughs) No? Okay. Was I being dated? Was I supposed to be dated? No. uh,
8: That is not entirely correct. While it is true the display is currently blank... This emptiness has a poetic meaning Therefore it cannot be considered Nothing as such Says who? The ancient Dusidarians. Much of their poetry contains such lacunae Or empty spaces Often these pauses measured several days in length During which poet and audience Were encouraged to fully acknowledge The emptiness of the experience <laughs> remember a few lectures from Starfleet Academy That seemed that way I do not are you certain you do not wish to talk about your mother? <laughs> Why would you say that? You are no doubt feeling emotional distress as a result of her disappearance. While you claim to be just passing by, that is most likely an excuse to start a conversation about this uncomfortable
5: subject. Am I correct? No, Dana. Sometimes just passing by means just passing by.
2: Hmm.
5: Then
8: I apologize for my premature assumption. This particular poem has a lacuna of 47 minutes. You may experience the emptiness with me if you wish.
1: Thanks.
2: It's
0: it's sort of an odd scene. It is an odd scene. <laughs> Cuz they I mean not only it's odd because he's looking at nothing. Are the Duseidarians a real thing? That's or is that it's made, made of up Star, Star, Trek. Star Trek? Just made up Star Trek bullshit. That doesn't exist. Who are they trying to who are they trying to fool? <laughs> um that's one thing um but uh the misdirect also the um that he's like no i don't need your opinion i don't need you to help me and then he's like you gave up too easily i do want to talk about my mom it's like <laughs> i guess it's interesting it's true people avoid talking about their feelings yeah
1: i mean also i what i like about this episode in a sense uh is is the the data Jordy relationship, that sort of exploration of that, and the lengths with which right. they both go. Because if you think back to the season six finale with Geordie sitting there, well, it's very much mirrors to me when Jordy went in and Data was trying to kill that Borg, you uh-huh, know, right. and, and needed help turning off the uh, safety protocols and, you know, Geordie's, like, reluctance, willingness to help his friend— and you seeing right. data reflect that back to Georgia, I like that uh, yeah. I by. mean look they're yeah, best they friends are, regardless of what Picard might say <laughs> I, I really didn't mean it
8: then my initial assumption was correct you do wish to speak of your mother am I crazy to think that she's still alive your sanity is not in question however your evaluation of the available information
5: is biased she's a starship captain she's gotten herself into and out of impossible situations before why should this be any different
0: I
8: agree fitting the profile
0: I agree of the Hera
5: have rarely ended with the safe
1: recovery of ship and crew
0: rarely but that not that makes me feel never. much better right and we've escaped situations that have rarely ended in the safe return of a crew
5: look I'm I'm sorry data I didn't mean to snap at you I'm not
8: offended you are upset Your reactions are not surprising.
5: It's just that if... If she really is dead... I don't know what I'm gonna do.
1: Uh... I mean, what did you think of the whole... You know, now he's talking to his mother. At any point where you're like, this is definitely not happening, or... I mean, this is definitely happening, or you're just always like, this isn't happening. He's hallucinating, poor guy.
0: Well, this is sort of the odd choice that they make script-wise. Is they they kind of set us up emotionally to think that he's crazy, or at least way off base in in thinking that his mom is still alive. And then he sees his mom, and there's no misdirection. It's not his mom. You know right so it's like it feels like you would want it to lean it a little bit the other way um, and I, I think that what happened is they chose an emotional plot that doesn't lean toward good storytelling which is like okay the emotional plot is sound that you know people have trouble accepting you know death when it when it, in their lives um, but uh, or loss but then it's like all right well then we know that this isn't his mom and so I was like, the only thing that the only thing that made it really kind of interesting is I was like, "Ooh, are they going to reverse it again?" And actually, it will be his mom. i uh, yeah. And it was like, I think their reversal is it's the aliens, but it's like, nah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we all saw that coming. Right.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I do. I feel like there is more I wanted from this episode that it just didn't give
0: me. I wonder if, if it had been that the aliens were more entwined with his feelings about his mom. Like somehow they really learned something about humanity, and or maybe they were sort of, they did have nefarious intentions, and then they changed their minds based on his connection to his mom or something. Like that would have at least dovetailed it a little bit more plot-wise. Hmm. But it's just like we kind of think he's, we're told that he's crazy the whole time, and then he is. Not crazy, but off-base about I, his mom. I,
1: to that point like it would have been interesting to me i guess if they had sort of done a thing where they're like okay jordy let's all do it we're gonna put every fucking ship resource into helping you figure this out right you know oh you can't interface because you know it's dangerous and you might but guess what we'll figure out a way we can send this probe in and do this or whatever and him sort of working through that i think would have been interesting
0: Yeah, I agree. And also, sort of going along with your point, they also could have gone, they go a little bit in the direction of, he's acting erratically. He's still doing this thing, and everybody thinks he's crazy. But it's kind of, it doesn't, like, it doesn't land that way. It's sort of like, in the end, it's like, no, it was actually alien, so it's good that he communicated with them. It's like, he doesn't put the ship in danger. He only puts himself in danger. It doesn't seem like he's that far off the rails, which would have been interesting to see.
1: Yeah, like he, he, ultimately he's not affecting anyone but himself.
0: Right. Which you could argue that's, you know, it's sort of presented as like, that's, you're, you know, even in, in putting yourself at risk, you're depriving the ship of of you, and or you might, you put that in danger, and so that's a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, you left Barkley in charge down there. It's interesting, we just watched the the Voyager episode where Chakotay basically does a similar thing of putting himself in danger.
1: Don't so you feel like that happens so many times with our watching all three series at the same time? It's very strange. So they were just sort of like, the plots just link up. I mean, what does that tell you? It tells you there's only three Star Trek plots. It
6: not cause any permanent damage. <laughs> it could be. I wouldn't want to expose his brain to that kind of stimulus again. Is there
0: one kind of pie, pecan pie. Hallucination.
6: His brain functions are normal.
0: I told
5: you. I wasn't
8: hallucinating. Jordy. I've analyzed the probe's sensor logs. There are no records to indicate the presence of a living human on board the Raman. Well, she wasn't exactly there. Her
7: ship is down on the surface. So you believe that what you saw was some kind of transmission?
8: Somehow, she has managed to communicate with me. We have no indication of a transmission of any kind.
5: Maybe I'm the only one who can detect it because I'm interfaced with the probe.
8: The probe does allow Jordy to sense quantum fluctuations, subspace anomalies, and other phenomena not perceptible by any other kind of other sense. Other
7: cool Granted, shit.
8: But what how data? Could he perceive you it know, visually never
7: mind. as If she was standing there in the room,
0: I'm
6: not sure, but I do <laughs> I know. Like, our brains weren't designed I like that Jordy <laughs>
0: is the the best one to have this kind of ir, um, irrational instinct because he can justify it the most with science, and then have help from Data. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's all this other stuff. Yeah,
1: possibly. <laughs> might work, maybe. What, well, Daddy? you trailed off there. No, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Counselor Troy's
9: office.
5: think I'm going to start talking about my childhood counselor. You're way off.
9: That's not what I asked. <sighs> well,
5: she's... She's brilliant Funny She's Incredibly perceptive Knows
0: what to do with her hands
5: She knows people Knows what they're all about Even before they open their mouths She's always been that way She's She's a real good judge of character
9: When was the last time you saw her?
5: About seven months ago When she first took command of the Hera Went to a party she had for a crew She wanted me to come over and see her, but I was really busy at the time. I mean, I suppose I could have made the time to go and see her, but, you know, I just didn't think that. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think that.
9: You didn't think it would be your last chance to see her. That's not what I
5: was going to say.
1: Yes, it is. I read your thoughts. I want to suggest
9: something. (laughs) Call it a theory, all right? All right. You're worried about the disappearance of your mother. Guilty that you didn't see her when you had the chance. So you're unwilling to consider that she might be dead. Your need to believe she's alive is so strong that it manifests itself as a physical image.
5: but she told me she's trapped on that planet, that she's in danger. Now, if this were some sort of wish fulfillment, don't you think I'd be fantasizing her safe and sound?
9: No. Because that would be the end of your fantasy. You'd know it wasn't true. The more involved and complicated and unending your story is, the longer you can believe your mother's still alive.
5: Yeah, well that's your theory, counselor. I've got one of my own.
1: Which is. Well oh, I guess we're done.
0: But I our session isn't over.
1: Um you're just wasting your credits. Okay, look at, look at this, look at Jordy throw this chair up. That's very funny.
5: Hera passed by this planet just ten days ago. Now there's an awful lot of subspace disturbance in the atmosphere. The ship could have accidentally picked up some residual traces that directed the funnel right back here. So the hair is in one piece somewhere out there. Well, maybe it's being surrounded by some kind of warp field, but who knows for how long? Mister LaForge, do you have any evidence to support this hypothesis? Well, I did pick up some pretty strange subspace readings when I was interfaced with the probe. Jordy, that could have been anything. Yeah, but I talked to her, Commander. She asked me to bring the Raman closer to the planet.
7: Mr. Data, is any of this possible?
8: Yes, sir. However, it is highly unlikely. How unlikely? Nearly impossible, sir. Let's proceed with the shuttle plan.
0: Captain dismissed. He yeah. did come up with an actual odds
7: response. Mr. Forge,
0: Don't throw chairs at me. Throws the chair.
7: <laughs> that is <laughs> I want you to know that I'm not unsympathetic to what you're going through. Your mother's disappearance is tragic. But I cannot risk your safety on the basis of a dubious hypothesis. Captain, if I'm
5: right, and there's just one chance in a man that she's alive... I'm sorry, Jordy. My decision is made. I understand, sir.
0: Well, I wonder if this influenced The Matrix.
1: This episode... <laughs>
0: I guess it's a stretch.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it, You're definitely it nerds a lot. This is, who saw everything. It's very
0: lawnmower man. Yeah, I guess that's what lawnmower man would have been more. It's interesting that that it, it's always a sticking point, and I think it is in this episode too, where it's like I can't let you interface with that probe from a from a distance. It puts you in uh, too great a danger. It's sort of like they really do backflips to make it a danger to Jordy.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think about what this episode is about.
0: I mean, I think it wants to be about, you know, humans' inability to, to process face grief. loss.
1: Process grief, right. And Jordy's difficulty in doing well, that. But I don't think Jordy's being unreasonable, given the lack of evidence and the fact that he serves on yeah. the Enterprise.
0: <laughs> They're in a weird area it's kind of like there was an episode of Buffy did you Uh watch Buffy I don't remember
1: yes I did we're
0: about to give a spoiler for Buffy so just turn off if you don't want to hear it when Buffy's uh, stuff happens with Buffy's mom the body great episode season 5 right Fantastic episode. So they, but they go to a lot of lengths to be like, because people die and come back to life so frequently in Buffy. Yeah. It's like, yes, but this wasn't for magic. This was just a regular thing and whatever. And you buy it. It's, it's like well done. But it, there is always sort of a subtext, kind of a thing of like, yeah, but do you fully buy it? And it's kind of the same thing. It's just a a problem that it's like the odds have been defied so many times. Why would anybody have this attitude? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's a it's a hard it's a hard uh, needle to thread and I don't really know that they did it correct like that they were successful in threading it
0: but you know what's interesting is we do accept other deaths of our main characters but that's but that's we even see though, those deaths you know what i mean like we right. see them yes you're you're right that's the distinction this is something where are like well we don't there's not that's not enough evidence for us based yeah. on what we've seen and in also the, show. the fact- that they're just no warp missing. No trail,
1: no debris, and Jordy's like, yeah. "Well, what the fuck happened to the ship?"
4: I started to tell my new right. friends those same stories, pretending that she was alive. Then I started believing that she was alive, that she'd just gone away, but that she was coming back. Teaching this. women
0: started to like me, and, she and my people would give me presents and I would fight told my father and it ridden. was
4: important to accept the fact that my <laughs> his, mother
0: was his father ready. sounds very sensitive in this story <laughs> she
4: wasn't coming back and all the hoping in the world wouldn't make it so
0: yeah I guess he's just telling it straight in my mind that was that the day that my mother actually died I cried my father killed my night. mother in my brain
5: but after that it started feeling better your mother was dead. There was proof there was a body and a funeral. It was a reality, George. If I could see a body, if there were wreckage, I could accept it, but my mother has just disappeared. And now there's a possibility that she is alive and I'm not gonna quit. Not yet.
1: Again, I mean, like, you know, for, for the world of Star Trek, very
0: valid. Totally valid. It's very interesting. They really proceeded with this script with great confidence that having all the other characters say, no, she's dead, Jordy" was enough. And it's not. <laughs> right. And, I mean, that's their own fault for
1: being such fanciful storytellers in the first place. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, and in answer to your question, I think it is a problem that it's sort of like later in the episode, you got the stuff with the alien. And it's like, how does that tie thematically? It's just sort of a release of the question of what's going on with, is that Geordie's mother or not? But it doesn't really I guess, I guess the landing point is, oh, see Geordie, that's not your mom. Therefore, your mom is dead, is where he gets to at the end. But it's like, but that doesn't, wouldn't convince me either. It, that has nothing to do with his prior reasoning.
1: Let me
4: read
0: this quote from Ron Moore. It
1: was during the production of this episode that Ronald D. Moore felt TNG had gone as far as it could be taken. And here's his quote. Here's his quote. <laughs> I think it was a point where we were in the room and we were talking about bringing Jordy's mother in. And we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, this is sad. This is the best we can do. Is this the best we can do Is Jordy's mother? It was such a who cares idea that we were just sort of, oh man, this show has got to end.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs>
4: Whoa.
2: I'm going to more
1: comment. There, honest- there was some creative burnout during the last season. The relatives were coming out of the closet because we were looking for things
0: to do with people. <laughs> so funny. I, I honestly feel like I know that people... Tend to, and I think it's I think it's fair that in the first first season or two, you don't want to start rushing in eh, bringing this sister because it is like digging stuff out. But I got no problem with here, you know, meeting Jordy's mother and father. I think that he's being a little bit harsh. I think it's just what you do with them has to be yeah. valuable.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I agree with all of that.
2: Hmm.
4: If That's really I funny, her to
5: die I couldn't do that. That's why I've got to do this.
0: You have to take him seriously in this suit. I can suit. have you
5: confined to quarters for the duration of the mission. If that's what you need to do, Data, then do it, because nothing short of that is going to stop me from trying to save my mother.
0: But definitely that will do it.
1: So nothing short. Okay. <laughs>
5: Data, where are you going?
1: Oh, you're helping great. me. Damn it. Uh, it
0: would be great if, if Data just open-palmed him and just knocked him out.
1: <laughs> I'd rather put him over his shoulder for this. and carry him cooking and screaming. <laughs>
0: No. no. Data, you, you bring me back to that room and interface me. No.
1: <sighs> However,
8: I do have a request. Yeah? What's that? I would ask you to consider the possibility that what you see
5: is not real. I will. I promise.
0: So, Max. Yeah. What about this? What about this? He disob he disobeys Picard's orders. Oh, I uh,
1: you know, I think he's uh,
0: I think he's due for a reprimand here. But I mean, I didn't even know that was possible with with Data unless someone had taken him over. Well, that's what uh,
1: Data has the power of friendship. You know. <laughs>
4: I thought
0: he was sort of required by programming to obey orders. I think we've seen
1: many times before that data can do things that data doesn't know he can do. Yeah,
0: I find it. But it's also
1: like there's the moral quandary, right? Of like, if I don't, if I just, if I just obey my orders, Jordy could come to some real harm if I'm not here to help him. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I so you then could, you could the, the that morality that programming is, can
1: kick in there and sort of go well then i should help him
0: right and that is really where you get into data having a personality and and being more human than than uh than he thinks he is because it's like well you're making a you're bending your logic to match what you quote want to do which is take care of your friend over follow your orders yeah. Now you can you can sort of pin it on the the moral, the moral underpinnings, but it feels like that's a little bit of a reach. So.
1: Also, like this, like it's hitting like the sort of plot points without being as fanciful and and fun as as the the, um, realm of fear episode, with Barkley going into the transporter yeah. beam and pulling out those people. Right, yeah. Which is sort of the same thing here. It's like... Geordi's sort of doing the Barkley thing here. You know, yes, the whole overlap, the the grief is covering it all, but... I don't know. It's an episode, like, I like the character development for Geordi. And I like the relationship with Data and i like seeing geordie's parents and i like that but like everything else about the episode is sort of like meh right so when i said earlier i even feel like they there's good Jordy stuff you should if you like Jordy, you should watch it I, I still sort of stand by that but as a general episode i don't know
0: i even feel like the uh the stuff in this sequence that i don't know that there's much story they could have built on it but just they could have had a little bit more fun with that he's basically the probe he's not himself so like when he holds his hand up and shoots the phaser that's pretty awesome it's he's really like you've tur- done more stuff like that with him being sort of superpowered, that, which would have been more like you're saying the barkley yeah. episode
8: the farther down you go you may not be able to bring the Raman close enough to the hara before being destroyed i have to try data
5: we're running out of time shield back online we're starting our descent Thank God. Thank God? That you're alive. That I was right about all of this. I can't wait to call Dad. He and Ariana had given up. We're going home. Well, eventually, yet. Data, everything's fading in and out. I'm losing the interface. The probe is descending
8: out of range. You'll have to turn up the input gain to maintain my connection. We are already at
5: 75% of tolerance. Data, you can turn it all the way up to a hundred if you do it slowly enough. Give my nervous system a chance to adjust. That is theoretically
8: true, but even at this level of input, you are already experiencing dangerous neural
5: feedback. There are over 300 people on board the Hera data. You and I are the only chance they've got. I will increase
8: the gain incrementally as you descend.
0: He's kind of playing to his his moral programming, himself.
8: It's working. When we are ready to disconnect the inter.
1: Uh, Jordy should have been like, "But we have to find out the truth about what happened to my mother," and then it would have kicked in right. Picard's truth uh,
0: duty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Picard would
0: be like, "Yep, you're right."
1: <laughs> it's
0: it's the first duty. I did I forgot about that. All right, let him do I'll whatever he impossible. wants. Take us in, Commander. You must cease your descent.
5: <laughs> no, Jordi, don't. Please. Data, I'm taking this ship down. Now, if you don't boost the gain past tolerance levels, I'll lose the interface when we go out of range, and my system will go into shock. Jordi,
8: you are putting me in a difficult position. Please, cease your descent. I won't do it, Data. You're going to have to increase the tolerance. disengaging safety systems going to full tolerance levels now thank you data
5: we're getting close thank god Commander Forge. Yes, Captain. oh someone's ruining the send. party <laughs> prepare to disengage the interface sorry captain but I can't do that damn it Jordy, you're gonna kill yourself if I come back now my mother and her entire crew will die I'm scanning for your ship I'm not getting
4: this
0: would yet. be a major reprimand we're
4: still too far away he's acting
0: completely irrationally yeah well but is he do you know what I mean? I guess he's not acting irrational. We've discussed right, this. Yeah. It's like so is that was that. But I mean, given what they think, he's acting irrational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yes, I agree yeah. with you. Maybe at the end they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, we all did. A, we did all. The, we had all those, all those other adventures." Yeah, you know, I was where just our, looking through we all of our past or... missions,
1: and Jordy, you weren't far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let him off the hook.
5: I should be picking something up by now. I'm not finding anything. There's no warp funnel ship there's nothing
2: there
0: sneaking up on him for it being a probe doctor report
6: his neural synapses are overloading he can't survive
5: this my guess
1: is someone has fire hands and they're using them next to his head (laughs) what do you mean is it the probe next to the probe oh okay Jordy, what's happening to you
5: reverse
6: tractor beam
8: reversing tractor beam
2: what
5: are you
9: you're killing us we must go down
7: Jordy, what's happening report you're you're trapped is there any way that we can disconnect him
6: if we take him off this to abruptly, also he'll go into neural shock
1: all right uh, if we only had a chief medical officer standing by to deal with his neural shock
0: hmm <laughs> mm. all right do we have any other ideas in here
5: on and with that
0: that aspect it kind of feels like is it shades of gray I always forget the one where he, where it's Riker yes having the yeah, flashbacks yeah, 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 yeah. it's kind of like that where it's all this you know false jeopardy kind of like medical stuff I mean look it's all false jeopardy oh, manner.
5: what do you want like a decompression tank then Let's try it, it was an accident captain I have to take the ship into the lower atmosphere explain as I understand it when the Ramon got close to the planet it accidentally picked up some life forms that live in the lower atmosphere subspace beings of some kind intelligent when the ship went back into a higher orbit the beings were trapped How do you know all this? One of them can communicate with me. It must have read my thoughts through the probe interface and took the form of my mother to try to talk me into taking the ship closer to the surface.
7: Are these beings responsible for the death of the Ramon's crew?
5: Yes, but I don't think it was on purpose. They probably tried communicating with them the same way they're communicating with me, by directly accessing their thoughts. It must have been fatal to the crew. I guess the interface... Is what protected me i have to take them back captain they can't survive so far up in the atmosphere i'll turn the ship around and come back just as soon as i Jordy, what's happening the atmosphere is getting more turbulent things
1: are blowing up next to me it, you know it's like uh, some <laughs> sparks and stuff
5: total shield failure in eight seconds can
7: we switch the input almost
1: I mean, he does essentially almost go into full shock. And she's His there.
6: vital signs are stabilizing. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make it.
7: Captain log supplemental. We have succeeded in disengaging Mr. LaForge from the interface and are en route to Starbase Disengage. 495. You disobeyed my direct order. You put yourself in grave danger. I am not happy. Yes, sir. I take complete responsibility. Data was only. I will deal with Mr. Data at another time. Meanwhile, I'll I will have data. to write this incident into your permanent record. Yes, sir. Dismissed.
0: Jordi. Even though you saved those aliens.
7: I'm very sorry that you didn't find your mother. Thank you,
5: sir. You know, it's funny when I was down there.
0: I didn't want to chat.
5: (laughs) I felt like I had a chance to say goodbye.
0: Even though it was just a ball of fire. You know, that's the other thing. Yes it needed a scene like jordy is implying yes happened yes. like there was no emotional moment between yes. him and the the aliens pretending to be his mom i
1: i can and if they agree. had
0: said thank you for saving us we're sorry about your loss blah 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 you, you know uh, we can't tell you who you're i don't know this is all this is all a uh, bad pitch version but we can't tell you who your mom actually was, but give give him some indication that the mom that lives inside you is, is a beautiful person or loves you or was some shit like that. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It just turns into a ball flame. and disappears.
1: Yeah. And also like no word on he's how like, many ball. Flames. Ah,
0: I got to say goodbye.
1: But also no like how, on how many, how many like ball flame other people were, you know what I mean? Like I wish you'd seen more balls of flame. So he's saving a ton of people
0: yeah that's a A good ton of species and you don't even see them go out go out of the this seems like a saving money episode
1: no it doesn't to me not to me because they build that suit and they have that set they blow things up like it doesn't feel like a saving money episode it does feel like i think i think the writers felt yeah but it's the one corridor
0: i think that's true there's one corridor the suit doesn't cost that much and then it's just the All plane. Right, fine. Andy, no I'm going to give you $5. Thing.
1: I want you to go bill me that suit. Well, I can do it on $5. Well, I mean, that's, that's, uh,
0: <laughs> give me my $4,000 of character payments. And then you can bill that suit? Challenge issue. It's <laughs> 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 a waste of money, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are unemployed. Don't do this.
3: <laughs> it's the NBC. Yeah, the NBC. Get over that!
1: It's the MVC, Andy. Uh, who's the MVC of this episode?
0: Good question. Oof. Is it Data for stepping in and giving, giving a little reason to Geordi's... Is um, it Crusher
1: know, for crazy mission doctor?
0: For keeping him alive? Yeah. I mean, I guess you would say it's Geordi because he saves the aliens. I'll tell you who it's not. But he sort of saves the aliens kind of by mistake. It's not, <laughs> or not by mistake. But it's not like, Worf. Or is it Worf? Worf didn't do anything negative in these uh, episodes. That's true, that's true. <laughs> he didn't did he have a single line? He yes, didn't have he a single did. line, did he? Was, the
1: Admiral was hailing. That was that oh, was his line. Nice.
0: I gotta come in for ADR for this? All right. Um Um. Troy didn't help
1: him. No. I also wish Troy had been a little bit better at being Troy
0: yeah frankly even data's thing of like just consider that it's not really her doesn't really come into play because she clearly acts in a way that convinces geordie that it's not her it doesn't really it's not a decision he makes right um i would say it's either data or it's geordie if you're gonna say he still helped the aliens hmm
1: I think it's Jordy. I mean, I think that's what they want us to believe, so I'll give it to Jordy as well.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Going to play their game, Yeah, I guess so.
2: How many Andes does this episode get?
0: Oh, we forgot to write it down, Dret. Well,
1: I mean, I will say, I think that Um, I I probably would have put this episode at a six prior to us discussing it, but probably watching and sort of the machinations of everything, I sort of, I think I have to put it down to like a 4.5. Yeah. 4.5.
0: As you've said to me many times, Matt, you are correct. Yeah! You did it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. Exactly. Even from, I probably would have started at a six and the more we pulled it apart. Yeah. It's like, eh, kind of a 4.5.
1: Really proud of us. So you also give it the same, you say, give it the same o same Oh, huh?
0: I give it exactly the same, pre and post.
1: Fuck you know. yes! <laughs> Finally, we're agreeing! <laughs>
0: All right, uh, but we got some good ones coming, and we got some bad ones coming for this yeah, season seven. I mean, right?
1: Gambit part one and part two are a little. what's us uh, I'll be very. I can't wait for you to see them actually because they're so bizarre.
0: Um, I already saw some costumes, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah,
1: I'm gonna. Let's pause this. Let me share the screen so you can watch the trailer with me. Has
8: Captain Picard been murdered? Was vaporized. Or has he turned traitor? I say kill him. And when Riker
7: uncovers the shocking truth, I want this ship prepared for battle.
3: Ah. Will the crew be led into an enemy trap? The Force Enterprise. We are under attack down here. The shields are down. Next time on Star Trek The Next Generation.
5: Yeah,
0: I don't know. It could be fun. Uh, it looks a little it,
1: silly, but it could be fun. It's it's, it's going to be something. I think that uh, it's time, Andy. We should probably head over to the President's Circle. All right, Andy. Here we go. Whoa! It's coming out of my speakers too. The United, United
2: Federation of, United Federation of President's yeah. Circle.
1: How are you? Here we are, the President's Circle. Took us a while to get these names recorded. I'm older yeah. and wiser and a little uh, tired from traveling. But here we are. So I will thank you. I'm exactly you- the same. You're not the same. You're a Dr. Doom t-shirt on, you silly I goose. I like a Dr. Doom t-shirt.
0: That uh, really nailed it. Without even a second hesitation, tell him what you said. Uh, I said, hey, der Doom.
2: It's still good Fantastic, it's so fast (laughs) It's impressive
1: Uh, Whoa, DS9 music playing in the background I'll take it, whatever And uh, this is where we say thanks to our patrons Fast approaching Yeah, yeah, season 7, we're fast approaching DS9 season 1 And uh, the people have been with us as presidents for quite a while Let's thank the following folks here Anders, farewell and adieu to your fair Spanish ladies. Peterson, Christopher Frenaghi. Jaws reference. Yes, indeed. Amber Schmidt, Anthony Deacon, Steve Mithrandier, Adrian Bing Clark, Sir Reginald Pennybottom, Husker Danny B, Derek Atkinson, Jet Juergens, Brett Jarrett, first recipient of the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Wear it with pride, Brett robert olson the Kembles, andrew witzel Derek westover lissy d tony rida richard davis tyler rosewood joe firmanek jason sinclair steve marie nickel stevie marie nickel alan l jason who thinks of andy as my friend and matt as my captain well done sir mark mitchell paul sharp captain shimmins thank you christopher colbert or colbert Dan Kostelik, thank you, Andrea Ingram, Daniel Perez, Ben Roach, Paul, Carly, Kelly Coe, Queen Elizabeth of the House of Simpson, thank you, Queen Elizabeth, Brian Hellman, Karen Vanoff, Mike Jones, Brett Euler, Sandra M, Mike Gaylord, Ron LeBlanc, Frederick Roa, Jonathan Wentz, Martin Hedegard peterson Live Long and Dad Podcast, Carolyn Land, Whiskey, Ben77, Chris Nedgewitz, Captain Crandall of the Inside Straight, Linnea Hwin, Shark Carbuncle, Chris Love, Luke Morgan Rowe, Robin Larson, Kelly Newman, Commander, sorry, Command Master Chief Robert Garrison. How could I throw a commander around when he's a lowly enlisted man? Come on, (laughs) go to the Academy. Be like us. Fred Coppersmith. Catface, Emily Eldred, Ross the Headless, Thompson Gunner McLeod, Herbert Aridia, Brandon Davis, Paul Brisk, Jillian Randles, James Baker, Diane M. Martin, Kristen Scalisi, the Goddess of Carbs, Amanda Bootwell, Adam Rogers, Handiza Kunte. I know this guy from something big. Oh, never mind. It's just Grand Admiral Mattoine. That's a good one. Keith Bodela. <laughs> Kim Vilsack, Ian Buckley, Chief Echo Officer Troy Ray, Tim Cullen, C.D., Dan McLeod, Gareth Case, Tony King. Uh, I lost my place, but Andrew Barber's here to pick up the pieces. Ben Bodenock, Gary Martinez, CeCe Sadler, Tim Siebel. Uh, we got a Kyle Thompson, thank you. Becca Shoemaker, Jesse Hendricks, Robert Denton, Claire Powell, Eric Mon. Raymond Brett Parsons Vanilla Thunder Steven Small Katya Woolishin Alexis Borsier Peter Sheeran Aaron and that's page one Andy take it away this is
0: DS9 it's very no, that, it, majestic uh, it
1: transitioned into Jerry Goldsmith's uh, first content oh I see okay
0: uh, Joe Moran, thank you, aka Muscles Ripley, stalwart Neelix defender, currently adrift in space. Kathleen Guzman, Lieutenant Tish Wheeler, Lieutenant Neil Stud Lambda One. Sorry, you're still stuck in there, pal. Katie Campbell, Will Hozclaw, Brandon Kellinger. Thank you to Barry Wallace, Jeff Millies, President Preston Foster. No matter what Matt says.
2: <laughs> mm, well, don't we well
0: know I mean, the truth, don't we, Preston? It's not true, but okay. Risa Kauchuk, Ryan Solo, Lieutenant Daniel Stenrud, Lieutenant Sofa King Cool, Matt Weipert, Marcello Vita, the specific actor trainee needs help with Vulcan Acting 101. Okay. We're working on it, pal. Joe Sullivan, Kip Corbett, Jesse Chis- Tushinsky. Jesse Tushinsky, give that a clean run. <laughs> Christopher P. Gill, a.k.a. the Chairman of the Borg Jan Leppert, Brian McDonald Rob Sabin, Biff Yeager is my spirit animal (laughs) I, Dion Um, John Turin, Alex D. Gesslin Carmen DeHugue, William Temin Adrian Carter, thank you to Marcus Erlinson, Andrew Reeves Matthew Dillon, Simon Harper Jeff Jenkins, Andrew Gibson Cody Stanley Stephen Cotter, Rob Baptiste Chris Dickey, ruler of the far-flung region's master of the good versus bad pizza, holder of the sacred chalice of Jalex. Scott Burnett, Chris Leopold, Nick, Lieutenant Dan Billing, Lieutenant John Jonathan Sourshell, Jonathan Leder, Joyce Hudson, Derek Hawkins, Colin McCune, Elena, Jerry Canavan, Cody Wappenkamp, Lieutenant Eric B., Lieutenant Glenn Wakely, Lieutenant Brian Rowinkle, Lieutenant Frederick Rombouts, Daryl the Animal noise, Lieutenant Catherine, Jeff the Human, and Maximus the Dog. How long can a profile name be? This long. Wow, this is longer than I would have expected. Good Lord, the letters. Secunda, Matthew Cutler, Nathan Haney, a werewolf with a Palestinian flag in their hand. We're really switching it up there, pal. Joe Moore, Tim Collins, Thomas Nelson. you got that at the Chinese restaurant he was at? It <laughs> could have been. <laughs> That's a real fusion of foods there, though. Jesse Elliott, uh, Matt Schaefer, Jeffrey Child, Chad Fate, Trek Barnes, Lieutenant Michael Howe, Data, pronounced Data, not Data, or Data, not Data. It could be either. Um, Lance Daniel Hepper, Nate Richmond, Veronica Wisely, Andrew Polkrang, Matt Burke, Tim Shields, John Lynn Caveart on Facebook and Instagram. The dude never bowls. Jeff Mullins, Lieutenant Commander Jeff Mullins. Enter profile name joke here. <laughs> You're not doing the work there, pal. But uh, that's Lieutenant. Enter profile <laughs> name joke here. Lieutenant Tyson Klein. Erica Vannever, at Erica Laughing. Lisa Gomez, The Interrupted Tales Podcast. Joel Greenbow. Kellen Adamson Sorry, Kellen Adamson. Lieutenant Rutger Howard, Jason <laughs> Warand, Kevin Brown, Mike Webster, the Squire of Gothos, Thomas Peering, Claudia, Professor of Humanities Laura McCarricker, Alexander Perry, Lieutenant J.M. Darren. That's Wheaton. Lieutenant Lieutenant J.M. That's true. That's so true. Edward uh, Andres Acevedo, Mark Redenius, Stephen Steve Thomas. Kieran O'Sullivan sorry my mouth my mouth is really going slow on on that page let me
1: say that last name again you didn't do it
0: right you you could be speaking about Kieran O'Sullivan Andy's accent corner it's
5: gonna be shit
0: alright and
1: a big thank you to Microwave Beef Adam H Stephen Harcourt Harcourt Fenton Mud what have you been up to uh, Brian Adams, Lisa, Jeremy Miller Katie, get the cheese to sickbay Whitestone, <laughs> <a> classic Voyager, <laughs> Scott Lieberman JJ and Jess at Tenaga, the pizza good Jonathan Missner, Denise Kupferschmidt, Tara Hunter Judge439, Ryan Hecht, Alex Carrico Ryan, not a Doctor Doom Doctor mm, <laughs> Stephen Mc- <laughs> Vicker, one of 13 Subjunction, <laughs> Jeff uh, James Carrier, Scott Austin, Dave Howe, Aaron, Rob, Delphi Blues, Richard Phillips, Todd Meyer, Jeremy, Seth, J. Boudreaux, Eric Rumfeldt. Mike LeBan Heisenberg Overcompensator I like that Roberto Gwethlin Williams John G Lucas Swain Jay from ScienceDiv.com The Tribble People Uh, Zach Crum Thank you Chief Astrophysics Officer Andy Puckett Thank you Trenton Hoyt Carl Dath Looks like a Klingon last name Cedric Clark uh, Adam Sullins, Nick G, Klingons don't have last names. They're just from the house of Dath. Okay, uh, before anybody writes in. Beth Clark, Julie O, <laughs> The Great and Terrible Lizak, Jeffrey Barker, Andrew McClure, J.C. Shaggy, Krip, Kevin Corticus or corticus We haven't decided yet. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, yeah. Simon, yes. Jerry Brown. Wow, Cowboys owner Jerry Brown is here. Uh, Sarah Friedman, Dylan uh, Ekmalian, Catherine Gartner, David, Michael Collins, late, great Mike Collins, astronaut to the stars, UM <laughs> M. Columbus, Nelson Helwig, Amy Pointer, Sante Mastriana, Jeff Karamaza, Amy Gibbs, uh, Teddy Jordan, James Tuttle, Candy Lineup, Michael Shade, Brian Stromitz, Jiminy Jillikers, Valdemar, Bill and Ted Minute, Cedron Law, Ed Mundy. Miguel A. Moretta, Mike Melton, Mikey Melton, sorry Mikey, uh, Winston Stouffer, Leon Kassab, Pat E., Grant McGuire, Daniel Permit, Jonathan Anderson, Josh Moore, Daniel St. Louis, Melody, the one in Australia, Secret Hail, if Andy were to start a weekly pod by himself with someone else, I'd pay for it, and many others would too, Whoa! Andy's on his way out. Thanks, guys. There may be.
0: (laughs) Finally, I'm free. (laughs) Um, There actually may be one in the works, guys. I'll keep you posted. Uh,
1: Check back here for details. Trekaholic, another Star Trek podcast, Matt Weber, Thomas, and the Cham Chamberlain, James McLaughlin, Hayden, Philly G, Kevin Polly, Stephanie Simons, or Simmons, rather, Kenny Meehan, Matt Fader, Theodore Zadazilo, uh, Zeta Zalo? Zeta Zalo. Hampus Theander. Trevor, Zalo? Co- you know what? I'll I'll accept that as well. <laughs> Trevor Kozdrowski. Sam Pass. James Maynero, Chris Yates. Paul Magnus Calabro. Andy, take it away.
0: And... Kobayashi Shimaru. This oh is the first God. time that I got it. Oh, my God. I
1: can't believe it. Everybody. As I said it.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, um, my pun blindness. I'm overcoming my pun blindness. He is
2: cured.
0: <laughs> Mark Isiri. Patrick. Lieutenant Steve Haas. Bob Blair. Philip Hanshai, Molly. Murphy. White. Uh, Wabash Kozak, Jason Brown, William Smith, Michelle Fairbanks, DW, Foglegs, Mary Mack, Lieutenant Rose Harless, great name, Rose, Debbie Lemon, Richard Wilkinson, Lieutenant Jonah Brulette, or Brule, uh David Kay, Jonathan Feller, Peter Ballard, Nick Lencher, David Wienstra, Double Butt Stuff Oreos, Oreos with two butts and stuff. Lieutenant John King Lieutenant Tom Bondurant Lieutenant Kelly Sweeney Michael Rossi David Pinson uh, Stephanie Dyerson Derek Knighton Carrick Jones Parker Davidson Zach McCullough Tanner Wilson Noah Sudret John, John Sates Sean, Lanes, Sean Lyons Carolyn McNamara Laura Palma Blandford Almost sounds like the Dune soundtrack there Alexander Cruz Tim Glover The Undiscovered Country Dune Fantastic soundtrack For a weird movie Um, The original I'm talking about The not David Lynch one Uh, Joe Lenzen (laughs) Excuse me Not COVID (laughs) All vaccinated It sounded
1: like you you, the David Lynch walked into the room that's that sounded <laughs> like to me. Oh, excuse me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Mister Lynch.
0: <laughs> your How is dare you? Your soundtrack's okay. <laughs> I took my name off that film. Um, Tom Hagopian, Blake Pettit, Chad Mattith, Chad Mathis, Lieutenant Ted Marth, C. Edwards, Brett LeBlond, Zach. Sock <laughs> <Zuck. laughs> Watson. Uh, it's Scott Watson. Scott what? Scott what Watson? Jesus freaking Christ. Christ. <laughs> what the f? It's in the morning. We're doing a morning run. Neither of us is used to it. I apologize. <laughs> and and his words aren't warmed up. <laughs> Zock Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you really might want to consider that. It's a great <laughs> Star Trek alien name. He Kurshigan. Daniel Heron, Roberta Catt, Sean Daly, Lieutenant M.W., Lieutenant Andy Benson, Darmuk, and Sinatra at the Sands. Nice. Patrick Reese, Elizabeth Story, Mallory Duke, Brendan Teskey, Noah Smith, Seth Olson, Sean Olde D. Moore. Nice. Is it, oh, Ronald D. Moore. Nice. You <laughs> uh, got another one. It was slower this time. Lieutenant Joe Blow. Scott Bradley, I drink top. Michael Parsons, Jess, friend of Darhana. Sorry, Star Trek. It's for the Dugongs and Sea Dragons podcast. Grace Ellen Meixner, Viscount von Poo, Lieutenant Charlie, Lieutenant Matthew Thorne, Thomas McGowan. Thank you to Jack Diamond, John Weggie, Team Pigeon Double Take, yeah. Todd Harmon. What is that? Uh, from oh, bonding. Uh, it's uh, bonding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Knight Peter Goodwin Matt Snyder Scott Farley Chuck Creedu, Credo Jacob Reichart Igsha, Ugly Bag of Mostly Water Welcome Duncan Welp No Duncan Delp <laughs> Well you both got it You both got a shout out Duncan Welp got it for free Jeff Weiner uh, Matthew Smith Zach McGrath Ian Werner, Mad Seb, Lieutenant Walter, Jeff McGregor, Mike Boonackley, Flying Octopus of the Northwest, the mediocre and average Doug. Lieutenant Doug. Jenkman91, Kerry Hunter, Jason Leach, Adam Ringle, Ah, Adam Ringland, I'm trying to slow down to get him right, and it's not helping. Kevin S. Brooks, Lieutenant Adam R. Murray, and thank you, I the Cat, and thank you to Shelley, Queen of the Shellyack,
1: Vasil, Jeffrey Maddox, Katie Brosek, boy that's loud, uh, Corey Culbert, Justine Adamek, Luca Z, J.R. Johnson, Hannah Silver, Nurse O'Gawa's Fifth Line, cue the music. Do I have <laughs> it? I thought I had it. Uh, yes, I do.
0: I cued the music. You did? Now, is that the parody version? Yep. Or the... Uh...
2: Five months, come <laughs> so dumb.
1: Uh, <laughs> Dale Brown, <laughs> Timothy Serrano, Archer Palms, <laughs> a.k.a. Burning This This. Uh, Matt, Maddie Chappie Zach Engberg Natasha Harrison Patrick Daniel Weiss Lord Commander Daniel Bond Isaac Boatset Joel Aarons Alexander Markowitz Pull that down Ugh. Insurrection had quite a score Let's go to the next one uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andy I forgot where I left that I, Isaac Boatset Joel Aarons uh, Alexander Markowitz I don't know Garrett Havelar Thank you Gregory Durain David Landau, Don, the Don Donson. D. Nettleton, holder of the Luxana Troy Medal of Valor, the Sacred Chalice of Ricks, but least of all, Thomas Nettleton's brother. I think that's most of all. Uh, Tamika Mitchell, Alex Kubrick, Craig Little, Christopher L. Mitchell, John Macy, Pizza Shrapnel, Maddie H., Rob Wisdom, John Matthews. Boy, I turned that down. And say thanks to Niles Andereg, AJ, Miss J, MST3, Katie, Sean Cameron, Brian Pierce, Ambassador James Halloway with Diplomatic Immunity. I feel like Andy usually reads that one. Roberto, Ooh. Ivan Bemshot, Rambush, uh, Laura Kincaid, Jonathan Munoz, Le- I'm going to say Lanza. Jeffrey's Hologram, please leave a message. John Dews, Angel Cruz, Nathan Sweet, Christine Assad, Martha, Michelle Hanna, Kit Gates, Keats, Mr. The Ultimate Trekker, Megan Brady Wright, Matthew Holmes, Eric Peoples, Andrew Branneman or Brenneman, Stuart Allen, story by Rick Berman and Brandon Braga. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Aaron Houston, Bonnie Latrell, Kyle White. Martin Thomas Couture, Jennifer Cable, Brad Harris, John Douglas Forrest, Christopher Montoya, David Fiola, Zach Smith, Christy, Beth Baldwin, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer <laughs> Uh Laura the Elorian is down on the Lauren. planet getting weird. What?
0: You you ruined the, uh, the alliteration. Lauren, Lauren the Elorian. Oh, mm-hmm. fine. You <laughs> said Laura the Allurean. <laughs> I did.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, Gordon Burnett. Joey Trashbags. L, like Q, but five better. Timothy Doherty. Malden from Michigan. Maladden from Michigan. Sorry. Uh, Vince Butler. Matthew Bits, Joseph Lanter. Andrew French. Ian Clark. Larry. Uh, Jarlath McGradup. Christopher, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Christopherson, Valerie Rorick, uh, Kristen Bracken, Mark Stallwood, Steph Hackett, Rachel Waltmeyer, Moreland Ten Forward Gamma Shift Shift Manager, <laughs> 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 Thomas Bowater, Jacob Perik, Candice Hor, uh, Candice Holman, Are None, uh, William Black, and Matthew S. Caden, Yes, that is
0: it. Lieutenant Zach Kerr, Kerr, thank you, Darren George, a Klingon woman wielding a Mekleth, am I saying that right Matt? You are. Larry Santiago, Jake Haikila, Suzanne Wilson, Christian Martinez, thank you to Philip Lately, thank you to Ellis Merritt, thank you to Michael Murphy, Andrew D. Meyer, William Noel, Matt Hopkins, Matt Hopkins. Um, our, our old friend Kevin Smith, Wes Wallace, David Chifitz, Rachel Kelly, Leslie Ann Rux Palmer, Jeremy, Jeffrey Jacks, Timk, Robert Mashburn, two fifteen no Donk 2015, uh, Lieutenant Michael Kukulich, Rich Christensen, Elliot Kingdon, Rail Goodall, Lieutenant Ben Miller, Phil the Killer, D.M. Johnson, Jessica Wright. Thank you to S.D.F. Prowler, Thomas Evans, Nicholas Linder, Daniel Duval, Lisa Tuttle, Sean Bayham, John Eckley, Kent Pescatore, Morgan, and then Les on the Ocean. Ben Sautel, Neil McNe, sorry, Nile, McCann, Neil McCann. Uh, remember, you can put your names, phonetic pronunciation, where you put your name in the. That sounds like uh, Lord of the Rings, the animated <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It's <laughs> Star Trek <IV. laughs> I guess they're all they're all just uh, <laughs> regurgitations of the same scores over and over. Drew Taylor and the Linus. Uh, thank
1: you all so very very much, Andy. It pleases me greatly to see that these other pages were just blank. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's impressive. I wasn't expecting that. Hopefully, we got everybody. I think we did. If uh, we didn't, please write in. We're happy to add your name to next Don't write list. in. Don't write in. Stop. Ah, write in. Okay, write in. Um, and uh, just a side note. I think I got... I don't know if I read it or not. I got a complaint at one point about the names. It was very aggressive. <laughs> what do you mean? And uh, to me, the names is the easiest part of... Like, that's, that's not even... A, uh, a saucer section. Like, that's like some shuttle we're, you know, we're, we're tractoring behind Wait, us I'm sorry. Someone, someone was mad because
1: they didn't turn off the podcast when we decided exactly. to start the names.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you have access to a little button that says stop. Uh, and uh, also, and they were like, I put the time code on. Like, uh, do you even put the time code I on for the I put the time names? code over the names always. Oh well, that's that's, that's insanity. Then that person is just a sour, sourpuss. All right, well,
1: sourpuss, you are not our friend.
0: Uh, but thank you all. Uh, we know that uh, the uh, pod was a little delayed this this month. Uh, it was a lot delayed. But we're,
1: I went away to the east coast for two weeks.
0: He was on. You were in a little in a little cabin, I was, right? I was on right. a cabin sabbatical
1: with no television. Did you enjoy it? Uh, fun? I had a, a decent time. Henry enjoyed himself, except for the traveling part, getting to and from. Isn't that the same with all of us? I guess so, Andy. Although they hmm. say it's not about the journey, it's about the journey. What? I mean, except for those
0: boomers in Enterprise. Ugh, fucking. They topers. love the journey.
1: They like that sweet spot on the ship with zero gravity, but we never see it again. Whatever, stupid <laughs> Uh All right, thank you all very much, Andy. Let's uh, let's walk out of here. Wait. Bye, bye. Oh, we're celebrating five lines. Oh, wow. Well, well, As we walk right. out. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> so good to see you. We're exiting. Five lines for all of you. Everything is so loud whenever we leave. Thank you. Okay, bye, everybody. That should have closed behind us. door took a while to close everybody sorry oh gosh, Andy I don't know why I still hear music got, That's I got silly. slammed in
0: the door several times oh, I'll let you know.
1: well okay now we can leave for realsies take us out machine
3: follow Star Trek the next conversation on social media you can find them on Instagram and Twitter at Star Trek TNC on Facebook Search for Star Trek TNC and join the face group. Send comments, questions, prime correctives, and anything else to sttncpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave a voice ale, call 816-TREK-TNC. That's 816-873-5862. For callers outside of the United States, use country code PLUS1. And don't worry, no one answers the phone. It's only for messages. If you've got something to mail to Matter Andy, send it to Andrew Secunda, PO Box 46898, Los Angeles, California 90046. And please send an email to let them know that something is coming. Finally, to support the podcast and get even more content, visit patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC via Lieutenant for only $5 per month, or join the President Circle for $17.01 per month.